back when he first came around, he would get like a little. He would get angry faster than most guys. Really? But now you know. Now Bob yeah, can care But you're right. Patrice can fucking deal it out. Yes. Patrice can fucking rip you he's, to shreds. He's definitely, he's definitely in my top. In my top two. Yeah. Like, of, he's of, fucked. Here's <laughs> the fuck. Let me tell you. Patrice came out to L. A. Right now, L. A. L. A. Comments are nothing like. Us here yeah, in New York. We Even though a long I live, time ago. listen, I live out there, you know, but I don't. Very I'm different. not on the circuit out there. I can't, yeah. you know. I thank God that I'm, I'm able to tour and go out because I can't. I can't do like those guys. It's the most sensitive group of. They don't of, interact of like this. They None. don't fuck with well, each other. No. What's the What's the core group out there? Because we know, know the core group in New York. You don't even know. You really isn't one. You don't even. Wow. I don't think yeah. it exists. There's no such thing. There is no such place as a coffee shop. There's no. Yeah, there's no hangout. There's no. And fucking like, with each other. Like every stuff. everybody's going on stage, Amazing. but in their mind, they're it's they're, Every time they step on stage, is to make it. Like uh, right, this is right, the time. Right. Some producer's going to see me, and I'm gonna have my show. So That's obviously, completely different. Yeah, completely different. So Patrice comes out right. First of all, let me tell you what Patrice does. Patrice stays in my apartment. Right. I'm in a two-bedroom apartment. Uh, at the time, I'm married. Uh, so I'm like, you know, Patrice, you can stay with us. It's no big deal. I put Patrice in the guest room, right? So one day, I come home. I'm going to give you guys the full fledged. I don't give a shit. Patrice, fuck him. He can give me <laughs> shit later. So I come home, right? It's quiet. I don't, I don't hear anything in the room. So I'm like, Patrice, you here? Because, you know, the rental car was in the garage. So I, I don't know. I guess not. I go in the back. The computer's on. Patrice is in front of the computer. I, I swear to God, I cannot make this up. There's just some baby oil <laughs> on the desk. <laughs> like, you know, Patrice is big, so I can't see it in front of the computer. He's got the, he's got the headphones on oh, attached to the computer, right? So there's porn. So Patrice is fucking like his, his, his I guess he's got his dick out the boxer hole. He didn't, didn't want to go with the full. He didn't want to go with the full. Yeah, the whole damn move. Yeah. Yeah. So I see the arm. I see the arm working, right? So, so my, <laughs> holy so shit! My wife, she's about to come in. I'm like, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. wait I'm second. like, Patrice, you can't hear me because he's got the fucking headphones on. So I smack, <laughs> I smack the headphones off his head. I say, I say, stupid! What you beating your dick in the fucking office? So he's like, it's just too, he's like, is, is your wife here? So I'm like, put, hey man, just cut the shit off, Patrice. So literally, listen, the most, the most humiliating move I've ever seen Patrice doing. He wanted to finish. He's like, just get out. Just let me get out. I said, you're not even going to fucking stop, man. Said, you know, his back was so big, so I couldn't, I couldn't see anything, right? So he's like, just oh, get out, man. I'll, I'll be done in a second. Literally, these are his words. I'm, I'll be done in a second, in your right? fucking office. So I leave. Listen, this is what makes Patrice Patrice. Patrice comes uh -huh. out of the living room afterwards. He said, look. Look, guys, there's nothing to say to really make that situation better. Uh, it is what it is. Uh, it happened. Uh, so let's just let's just forget about it. Now. And let's just move on. So that night, me and Patrice go out. Right. So we're out. We're ordered, We're going to the comedy club. So I'm with Patrice. Patrice is looking. He's just looking like you know how Patrice does it. His nose and his, his bottom lip meet. Uh, he's just he's frowning his face up at these comics like. Literally, he's just looking at him. Fuck, he's pointing the guy like he doesn't even know the guys. He's like, oh, God. Uh, like, he's doing a thing, like, you know, for the listeners, I know you can't see me, but he's like pointing his finger. He's he's giving him the look. He's like, what are you? Why are you? Uh, is, uh, so I'm looking, and I'm like, Patrice, I say, you know, these guys, they're not, you know, they don't know our world. They don't, they don't fuck around, you know, the same way we do. He's like, 
I don't care. He literally, he literally starts attacking. It's like it's like a man with a rifle just picking people off. He's like, look at what do you? Oh God, look at his appearance. This guy. Ugh. That's what you, you act. He said, "What you just talked about on stage made me go." Ugh. He's just destroying them. He's laying in these guys. These guys get mad. Who the fuck are you? You, man, <laughs> who do you think you are? Coming right, like, your voice. <laughs> like, yeah. No matter what they said, his response oh, like, I'm the only one. I am on the floor. I'm cramping. I'm laughing so fucking hard. He's like, oh, what is your notepad for? What are you writing down? What do you think? Did you take notes of what you just did? Let me see it. Let me see your book. The guy, the guy gives him the book. Patrice throws it. Throws, throws his book. It's like this guy's. This is hard. On his, this guy's hard. Hard work, like he's been sitting there jotting down bits all day. Patrice chucked ruthless. it, hit a hit a bottle of water somewhere across the room. Patrice, he's ruthless listen, and hysterical when he fucking nobody jumps matches on Patrice's nope. funny anger. Nobody, nope. nobody nope. at all. I don't give a shit. I don't care. No, he will rip you to pieces, and it will be hysterical. And with that, Patrice O'Neill, everyone. Patrice. Oh, fuck. Yeah, good morning. <laughs> we got Kevin Hart in studio. And he's telling hey, what's some... Up? What's going on? I told him about when I caught you beating off in my fucking apartment. <laughs> you told him what when, I, when you did what? <laughs> when I caught you jerking off in my apartment. Oh, that was a long time ago. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's still a funny that's fucking me, story. That's, me and Kev, that's, when, that's before Kevin started stop, uh, talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> five I wonder why he wouldn't want to talk to you. <laughs> about five years and then um i think that was the last time we talked like jerked off no we talked after that we talked after that i've seen you after that this is this is when kev this is these are stories before kev stopped running the other way i don't mind that i don't mind that because his career is important but when i see you and i come walking towards you and he sees white people near him uh. he runs <laughs> <laughs> And I hear you guys cackling up a storm, of course, uh, five years ago. This is how I know Kev is famous. Because Jim Norton is giving him the famous laugh. And Kev, five years ago, was just a little nigger. He was a nigglet. I hear a story how famous Kev is. This is how famous Kev is, and I didn't know that. Because I don't have his number anymore. Now tell me if this is, is if this is true because this is this has me almost shaking in my in my uh, in my my ego boots. <laughs> this fucker, there's a there's a tour I hear coming up. Is this is this is this public knowledge yet, Kev? Go ahead, yeah, 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 go ahead, go ahead. Holy fuck balls! This is how big you talking. This is how famous this person is you talking to now. He, this, the, the thing is called, uh, you know, uh, Bernie Mac passed away, so the Kings of Comedy can't really do the full tour anymore. Right. So, so I hear it's gonna be a new Kings of Comedy tour, but there's no Bernie Mac. So, here's the thing. There is no, like, fourth person to take Bernie Mac's place. It is called Three Kings and a Heart Tour. And Kev is the closer. Damn. I didn't realize this shit. Well, like, when the fuck did I win? <laughs> Here's what I want to know. What put you over the the top, Kev? Because we sit here and we cry, wondering what the fuck. 
was it Soul Plane? <laughs> I don't, you know the sad part, Trees? Wasn't the fucking so seriously funny? I, I, I think it. Like, I'm going to tell you what. I'm gonna tell you what it was. I think it was probably seriously funny, but I'm gonna tell you some some real shit though. Here's the thing with the uh with the Three Kings and the Heart tour, and this is gonna this is gonna fuck you up. You know, I talk about it. I don't give a shit. Uh, they they said it. They wanted to do. We were just supposed to do the one show All Star Weekend, right? That's what we were supposed to do. Uh, and and after that, they were talking about taking it out. So Steve Harvey was like, you know, uh, I I I don't want to really do it. Because Bernie's not here, it's, it's hard for me to go on stage like that without Barney. Without Bernie, he said, you know, so he didn't really feel comfortable. DL said he wanted to do it. And I was like, well, I only wanted to do it for the All-Star Weekend because it was that big. So when they started talking about the other dates, before Steven said it, I was like, I don't want to do the whole tour because I'm, I don't want to be a part of that that particular brand. Like I said, that brand has already been Shut done. Mm-hmm. Up, nigga. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me Jesus. tell you this, this horse shit, he didn't want to do it. Because this motherfucker is the ticket seller. Why? Much. It, yes. yes. So why join? Why join a less successful tour? <laughs> that was that was these a. I'm sorry. I, these are things I have to find out because after this uh, horseshit phone call, we'll never talk again. <laughs> Trees, <laughs> Trees. First of all, Trees. In my defense, in my defense, Patrice. My, my number. My fucking number. My fucking number hasn't changed, okay? Now, if you want to be honest, you disappeared, Patrice. You did. He said his number didn't change. If I go find his old number, it will not only go... <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we do the challenge? Patrice can call right now, and Kevin can put his phone call, right next to the call mic. Call right now, Patrice. Let's My, do the challenge right now. I have to find Kevin's number, <laughs> because this is how close me and little Kev used to be. Sorry, Mr. Hart, K-H. K- hey, uh, it's uh, K-Hart, man. That's the car me on the streets. And by the way, by the way, as, as much as I try to hate on Kev, that that fucking seriously funny had me in, in, in tears. Kevin's Thank you, man. Funny guy. Thank you, man. And that <laughs> shit was fucking funny. Patrice, Patrice, hold on, hold on one second. I'm, I'm dialing Kevin's old number right now. And, and the phone's okay. not ringing in okay, front wait, of no, us? No. Wait, how old is it? How old is it? Wait, no. In my defense, Jim definitely doesn't have the number. Patrice. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Let's see, which one of these is it? Okay, listen, let me tell you, listen, let me show you, let me show you how old the number is, Patrice. Hold hold on, Patrice. It's not real. Patrice, Jim has an 888 number in his phone for me. That used to be my beeper when I first came to New York. He's he's got 888-664. He's got my beeper number. That's how long. That's good news that Norton was never really important. I had the old cells. Look, I, the, the time I jerked off at his house, man, those were the good old days. He, he did catch me, and I have to admit I was beaten off his house because Kev at the time was the first one to have a Mac, and the porn just streamed. <laughs> it was, I was lonely, the porn was streaming, and, and, and I got caught. But, uh, you know, this is a fun conversation because I ain't talked to the nigga in a long time. But he caught me. Patrice caught me fucking in my garage. Me and my wife, listen, me and my wife was fucking in the car because Patrice was upstairs. So Patrice came downstairs. He said he called me like he waited like 45 minutes to call me. He said, uh, little dummy, were y'all just, were y'all just fucking in the car? I said, yeah. Well, that's no big deal because Kev had a bed in his house. 
that he he needed a ladder to climb up to. After <laughs> 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 he needed a small a step stool to get in it, and him and his wife used to fuck all the time. And uh, that's not oh. the story. That, that that's all they do is because the niggas zero. And and the other legendary thing about Little Kev is he has a dick the size of a baby arm. It's really depressing. Are you seeing? No, but I've heard it depresses me. And, and I don't even need to say the no homo thing. It's just like you know, if if if, if you know, girls are like, you know, hey, hi, how are you? And, and the motherfucker might be like, hey, and it's like, hey, and he just goes, look, I got a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> If I'm fucking a girl, I'll actually go, you should meet my friend Kevin. <laughs> if Kev put, we could be hanging out with prostitutes, and Kev could pull his dick out and ruin everything, even for the prostitutes, because now they're like, well, if not, if everybody's dick ain't that. <laughs> like, it was, a, it was a collective, oh. <laughs> Yeah, we should talk about that real fast. We're going to Foxwoods. Poker tournament. This Friday. We're going to play some poker and, and fucking poker hang tennis? out with our wonderful listeners. Uh, not really. I, I, I downloaded something on the iPad to try to learn. I don't want to be a sucker. Nah, you'll be, you'll be great. Yeah, it's a poker tournament at Foxwoods Resort and uh, Casino. It's uh, this Friday. Thing in while uh, you're talking to your special guest, I know I've been downgraded to I'll see you Friday. <laughs> 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 hey, Patrice, I love Patrice, I man. having a fucking great time. I can come down. I'm not doing nothing. I'm retired. <laughs> Patrice, yeah, we should have had Patrice in today. You should have brought him fucking in. I don't hey, know why we did. Patrice, hey, yeah. for real, don't be an asshole right now. I'm just serious. Jim, Jim's got your shit right. My what? My number? Yeah. Don't call me, nigga. No, I'm fucking. <laughs> no. no, I'm calling. Let's go. Let's go eat today, for real. I ain't seen you, man. I think I'm not going to eat with you. No. See, this is what he says. This is, listen. He's difficult. No, he's we all know difficult. that Patrice is very is. difficult. You know how hard it is for him to turn down a meal? <laughs> We're all on the same page. Patrice is don't, difficult. Don't fucking be my friend on the radio. You cock fucker. I want to Twitter a story of me jerking off to your fucking motherfucker. <laughs> Three days. You know what? Three days from I'm, right now. I'm not playing with you. Gotta call on Friday, Kevin Hart. I'm calling you on Friday. All right, hey Patrice. Why, why are you in town? What are you? What show that had to have seven more shows added? <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Honestly, I'm in town. I gotta, uh, I gotta do 106 in Park and all that stuff while I'm here. So I just load us. <laughs> yeah. What is 106 in Park? It's a show on BT. He was Kev. A BT action. Damn pickpocket. <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs> oh, there's a story there. There's a story there after Patrice hangs up. Yeah. A pickpocket. You know what? I can't play. I can't play like that. No, no. He's saying like, when did it? When did it happen? That's yeah, what he's saying. Yeah, Kev wasn't a fucking pickpocket. Actually, right. I have to, I have to say that. Uh, I'm, jo I'm joking around. But little Kev, I swear to God, I don't. It, this is so shocking to me because I'm telling you, we were, we were. You know, we all were close, but, you know, life makes things go separately. So, but, the nigga, I wake up, and I'm like, what the, this nigga is that fucking famous. <laughs> and I'm proud, I'm, I'm proud, 
and um, jealous at the same time. It'd be nice to hear you got stabbed or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, that's what you were talking about. That's, that's how this shit is. What we just talked about? Funny, I said that's what makes them. That's what makes them amazing. Like, be honest. And Patrice, you gotta understand. You see, since he's been on the air, everything we said is true. And mm-hmm. and he goes, "This is the relationship we have." I haven't talked to Patrice in a while, but when I talk to him, it's it's that fast you pick back up. Do I miss the big son of a bitch? I'm not gonna lie to you. I fucking do. Why if I went different? I got fucking kids now. All right, I got kids. They know I'm out in fucking. LA. But Patrice is as. <laughs> I, don't, I don't trust you around my babies, Trish. I don't trust you around Patrice, my babies. Patrice, are you as disgusted as I am right now with I missed the big lug? He's like, I missed the big lug. <laughs> I'm glad Jimmy pointed that out. He is masterfully, masterfully Hollywood. I can't stay mad at him because he's, he's, he's funny and he's masterful. At Hollywood, <laughs> I, I wish I could take a page at him, but the, the the thing is, and the other thing I'm hoping happens is that he gets old and he starts to yeah. cute and he starts to look like Gary Coleman. <laughs> 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 I go through a horrible, oh, shit. cute guy who can't jump on the floor and spin on his head no more. He can't fucking wait to the downfall of this little prick. Hey, hey, Patrice, listen, before you hang up, listen to what I'm talking about that had me in tears. Dude, do you remember when we were in L.A. and we uh, we went out and we was at the comedy clubs? You were so disgusted with, with the circuit. And the people, you started, you just started bashing the comics, but you oh, were doing. I have no bridges left in in in, uh, in in L.A. because, but see, I retired. People don't know I I'm, I retired, but I'm gonna have to come back out. <laughs> <laughs> I retired. But uh, I think I'm gonna just say fuck it and try to burn my last bridge because I've been trying to really uh, do the right thing, but they just don't let you. I'm gonna fucking start. I, I I look for this guy. I can't name his name. I forgot this fucker's name, but it's one of these these new unfunny funny guys. Like these guys that uh, you know. I'm gonna say this, but it's not supposed to be funny. But it could be. But if you don't laugh, it's this no was, pressure. I love like, it. I'm done with these fucking people, and I'm I'm gonna stop this shit before I go because I'm starting to get the headaches too much. And I'm I know I'm out the way. I'm gonna burn my last fucking bridge, and it's gonna be spectacular. I swear <laughs> to fucking God, that's awesome. Hey, but at least at least I'm telling you, at fucking least, <laughs> I got to talk to this nigga again because it, it, I'm telling you, I'm very surprised because usually when white people around, Kev don't talk to me, man. Oh, I'm sh- telling you, he'll <laughs> run away from me. <laughs> he realizes nobody in this room can help him. He knows that. We, we have nothing yeah, to not, offer. It's not stupid. Okay. Hey, who started Who started that? Patrice, who started that Bill Burr beating? Who, who started that Bill Burr bus beating? Oh, you know what it was? I'll tell you what it is. Uh, Jim Norton is really... Uh, you got to be careful because another thing, Kev is like this too, and I think it's that it's that Napoleon complex thing. And it's a really Kev. This this jerk off story started um, one day. We we used to go downstairs back in the day like, at the cellar when when guys would be performing. Okay, oh, right. And we would sit there and all sit in the front row and stare at. Oh, get the fuck out! Uh, yeah, Dude, yeah. Like Kevin yeah. Oh, that's brutal. Jesus. The... So we would go and this, but this is he. He, 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 this is this was the test. I mean, we were brutal. We used to have a uh, hat, uh, hat court 
we would put up somebody's act on 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 court. <laughs> they did it to me. Hack court. I love it. Hack court. You put a bit on trial. Dude, they would do it all the time. Fantastic. I had a joke. We went downstairs and we went downstairs and sat in front of him and and he was he was flustered. We was getting him. And he and I, he just caught me jerking off in his house. This mother, this is how you know he he, 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 he fucking started imitating me jerking off, like jerking off at his house. Damn sure did. I and pushed the button. I didn't have that mess up. He started cutting out of that like a, 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 a it was nasty. How it, it hurt me. <laughs> he had to do what he had to do because he fucking had to get out that situation he, it, by any means necessary. Now, here's, here's this fucker, Jim. Bill was talking about something, and and Jim, oh, Jim said something, and Bill said something to Jim, and, and Jim didn't like what Bill said to him. Like, he, he said it was, it was going to be embarrassing, and Jim was going to get a fucking beating for what happened, and I forgot what it was, but Jim goes in front of me, Kev, Keith, uh, uh, and I think uh, it was another guy. Bob Kelly. Was, Bobby was there it, for the bus beating. It was, it was, it was oh. Kelly, but it was me and Lil Kev that was giving the, the beating with the with the but but Norton goes. At least I'm not performing on a bus. For oh, that's sure. right. <laughs> I, I did not remember that. No, that's oh. right. Patrice, you're 100% right. Because Bill Bill was going at it with you, Jim. And he hit you with something. He hit you good. <laughs> oh, and we were God. about to attack you. You're right, Patrice. We were about to jump on your and ass. And Jimmy had his back pocket. pocket. <laughs> I did not remember that. Neutron bomb. <laughs> oh, everybody nice. said, what? what? I remember that. We said, what? <laughs> <laughs> it was great, great, great deflection. To this day, there was, there was three beatings, uh. four beatings of, of all time. And I'm telling you, Norton was a part of two of, the, two of my biggest laughs in my life. But this bus beating oh, yeah. bus beating is of, legendary. Of, of Kev, because what, what, what happened is you feed Kev. The, the important lines, and he would just make it just, it would, he would take it to the next level. And what was, what, what, what the whole thing was for an hour was, well, well, well what, what happens if you start bombing? Uh. And then where do you come from and where do you go when you finish? We said, where did they, we said, oh, you man, just sit down from? We said, where did they bring you up from? We said, we said Bill, Bill was behind the bus driver, Bill Burr. And he just takes a step out. Hey. He was just sitting in the front seat. There's, there's no way for them not to know that he was the comic. Like, we was like, how do you sneak on stage, Bill? What he would do is go after after one joke bombs. He just look out the window. And go if you look to your left. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! It was an all timer, but oh man, good good reminiscent days. And then is it is it, it was was it over like the public address system? Oh, dude. Like hey, how about the uh, you know, I went to the container <laughs> store with my girlfriend. <laughs> 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 Doing. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy knew Jimmy his started. life was being threatened. I swear to God, Patrice is not lying. He's not lying. Jim, you did. On a bus for World Series tickets. Oh, I didn't remember that. 
I certainly believe Bill, it. Oof. Yeah, no, wait a minute. But Bill looked at you. Like, how could you do that? Like, how could you do that? Why? Out of all things to do. I remember, I remember when they talking about the uh, the court, like when he's talking about, you know, we put your jokes on display. They came downstairs. Just some true shit. They they did this to me a couple times. Like, you know, I was the, I was like, if we were a fraternity, I was the guy that was just trying to get in. They they would do like the the most brutalist shit to me, right? You were a pledge. So you know, I'm at the cellar. I'm at the cellar, and at the time, I've been doing the spots for a while. My spots were never great spots. I'm, you know, one thirty in the morning. I'm I'm dead ass, but we're all there. We're giving each other shit. They come sit in the front row. I remember Patrice and Keith. On my mom, this shit. When I say like it, 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 I was so mad. But you can't, you can't show that side. No. Every joke I said, they would, they would go, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> listen, like, listen, listen. Every, listen like right on the punchline, right, right on the punchline. But the audience, the audience didn't know. Like you know, it's only a good twenty people in there, so the audience had no idea who they were. Every fucking joke I did, like Key, I remember hearing Keith's voice was sitting. Like, ah, oh, no. Like, that is so oh, Listen, it was so, but I can't stop. Like, the cameras are on. No, no. So I can't look like I'm not taking this shit serious. So oh, I'm, shit. like, trying to trying to trudge through. And then, you ever see the guy? I remember it was a midget joke. I had the, a joke about a cross-eyed midget. Like, oh, my God. Like, remember, I said, he was robbing Wait, me. Of, well, I was, can, I, can I just say one thing? Without, I, I, I hope one day that I have a day in this, in this, in this, in this goddamn business. But I will say... To not sound like Uncle Patrice, it, th- this is the one thing I want you to, to take to your Hollywood friends, Kev, is that we, we, they owe us, me, Kev, me, Keith, Norton, they owe us Kevin Hart, meaning we would they would have never heard the name Kevin Hart if we didn't make him change it from Kev the Little Bastard. Little Kev the Bastard. Little Kev the Bastard. Little My name Kev is Little Kev the Bastard. Bastard. <laughs> so, Tell me. So really? Thank I want all white people to think. <laughs> Dude, I wish, I wish there was a part of me. I wish I could deny half of this shit. I wish I could be like, fuck you, Patrice. You son of a bitch. You don't know shit. And I wish I could. Listen, my name was Little Cat the Bastard. I was the only person in the New York circuit that was coming up with music. Listen, oh, like, like, you know, like at the cellar, they announce you that the crowd just claps. Listen, yeah, yeah. Keep in mind, these crowds are intimate uh, for your listeners. These are, these are audiences of 25, tops. 50, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe 70 on the weekend. Right, sure. You know, it's just applause. I was the only person that came up to, uh, 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 it's your birthday by Luke. Uh, <laughs> like the speakers, were, the speakers, <laughs> they can't handle music. <laughs> the speakers were never prepared for music at all. <laughs> They're Keith, rattling. Keith saw the potential. We we said, Keith, take it this little Philly mess and go back to Philly with him. And Keith fucking Keith said, no, this motherfucker's funny. And, and and he fucking Kevin. Keith did. I, you know. He did not see potential. Keith wanted to be a mentor once in his career, and he figured he could bully little Kev. He did. Yeah. He wanted to be a mentor because Kev probably for a while listened to Keith. Like, really, you think I should do that? Yeah, you should do that. And Keith had some respect from somebody. <laughs> Keith, you know what Keith is in the business. Keith is a, like an old grandfather who has a lot of children, and he's waiting for one to just let him stay in his house. <laughs> I, I told him, I, 
already told Keith I'm not coming back for him. I've told him several times. I said, I like you where you are. I said, I want you to keep driving that fucked up Ford Focus. And I, 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 want, I said, I hope you I hope they get to, I said, I hope the IRS, I said, I hope the IRS, but I told him, I said, hey, I said, I hope the IRS doesn't let you write your toll charges off. I said, that's Keith's biggest, that's his biggest receipt thing for the IRS. I said, I hope they don't accept him. I like you where you are. But I got to give him. Man, hey, Opie, these are, I'm telling you, these are, these are old laughs, nigga. This I'm fucking loving it tonight, uh, hell yeah. Hey, Patrice, by the way, Jimmy, Jimmy's heading out to L.A. tomorrow. You want to come in? Tomorrow? Shit, you niggas is making me commit this shit on the radio. All right, I'll be here. Well, I know. That's why I do it this way. Put you on the spot. No, we'd love to have you in tomorrow. Jimmy's flying out today, right? stay mad at Kev. I wanted to stay mad at this nigga for not talking to me for five years. We should have had you in today. I wish he was in today. I didn't know the history between all you guys. Yeah, yeah, I just didn't think of it. Yeah, man. The Kev is Kev, but he was the smart one. He fucking left. That motherfucker, it was one. He got one good joke and got a plane and got the fuck out of here. Wasting around here for nineteen years. Just waiting for your plane. Oh yeah, I'm not doing nothing tomorrow. Oh yeah, we just made you look bad. Sorry. Sneakers. You like to come in? <laughs> Patrice, you should have said I got to check my schedule. You know? Yeah, I'm not, I know you. <laughs> you could have lied. I can't. I got a call back. Yeah, could have said something. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't hang in the back fucking warm room at the Penn Stadium just sitting bitches of fucking forty-five year old Ralph Macchio. <laughs> I was fucking home crying. I was like fucking pretending. This kid Troy calls me. Goes, hey Patrice, this is Troy from LA. What do you want? I'm busy. Yeah. Kevin Hart's on the phone. I don't know. Yeah, put me on. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't doing shit. What the fuck am I doing? Anyway, I right, Kevin, man, congratulations, brother, because I haven't talked to you in a while. Thank you, Trees. Hey, Friday. You said I got three days. I got three fucking days. I'm going to call you in three days. I'm not bullshitting. We got to take a break. Kevin Hart's been killing it today. Kevin Hart for real on Twitter. And then you got the the uh, Tower Theater shows Friday and Saturday night, man. Upper Derby. Great little uh, place to do comedy, by the way. Yeah, yeah just go to dates all over the place. Go to uh, khartonline.com for uh, ticket info. Yeah, Hart is H A R T O N L I N E dot com. And uh, <laughs> my poor guy, the tickets late show on sale January 15th. Hey, it's been a while. Very happy to say Dane Cook is in the studio. What's hey, up, Dane? What's going on, guys? Ah, well, we all no, know what's yeah. going on. I know, I know. Back. Right. Yeah. You know, that thing. We yeah. Had a, we had a, a good show yesterday. All oh, I heard. Comics were in Everybody. I heard. And then Bobby posted a, a, a faded retro photo up on his uh, Instagram of uh, yeah. all you guys down at the cellar. And it was that was really cool to see. Yeah, he's got this weird photo app because we... At Patrice's barbecue, there was a picture of it. It's, I think it's Patrice Voss, me, and I forget who else is in the photo. Bobby took it. He's got this iPhone app. It looks actually kind of cool. Like he took it like four. You know, years it's ago. fucked up. Yeah, he takes these pictures. That's that, the Instagram, right? That yeah. pretty much um, yeah. look. Yeah, 
It's like hip now to have a picture that looks like it was taken with a Polaroid back it in the seventies. It makes everyone look like a photographer. Yeah, but remember when you went when you could actually take those pictures and all you wanted was a clear fucking yeah, picture sure. from yeah. a professional camera. But now the app puts red eye on everyone. <laughs> yes. That's part of it. We red all look eye like lichens. All kinds of shit. <laughs> Which is stupid. That one sunbursted person, <laughs> yes. like it just places yeah. it over their we, face. <laughs> we finally figured it all out, but that's not good enough for us. Now we have to go back. Yeah. we're just dumb as humans. Yeah. We do that constantly, like like it was the the bigger the computer, the better. And now you know, unless it's a little fucking Mac Mini, it's a piece of shit. Mm. And uh, phones, the same mm. thing. Uh, everything got smaller and smaller and smaller until you realize, nah, it's got to be a little bigger so I could see the pictures right. on it. Yeah, we even figured out the phone where it was yeah. like there was nothing. I had a phone at one point when I think phones were at their smallest, where I it was about the size of one of those miniature mounds. Candy bars to give away for, for fucking Halloween. Yeah, it's a fun-sized yeah, phone. A fun size phone. <laughs> Literally a fun-sized phone. Hello. Yeah. I was like, no, now we got to make them big again. We got bored with this. We got phones. video on this shit now. Yeah, it's yeah. got to be a little bigger. I, I love people that are uh, not ever happy at how advanced it is. It's like, yeah, it'll be cool though when it's like. Uh, a thing you can wear in your eye that just shows a heads-up display. You know, you don't really have to carry anything anymore. Yeah, because yeah, that's such a hassle. Yeah, I'm lugging around my uh, my the two ounce giant phone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is weird though how like because technology changes so fast. All of a sudden, this is not good enough anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this seems like primitive garbage. You want something better? Yeah, so always we suck as humans. Got to ask yep. Dane about Patrice. Obviously, you guys started together, man. Yeah, we did in Boston, right? Yeah, year. Uh, it's this is like I know you guys have been. It's it's. Uh, it's uh, this is unbelievable. But it's yeah. like never going to hear that big laugh again. That's the first thing I thought of. I was like, oh man, you know, if you made Patrice laugh, you felt like funny. Oh, God, yeah. it kind of reset. You're funny for me anyway. It was like, okay, yeah, I should stick around. <laughs> Patrice's. <laughs> It Patrice, validated you. Yeah, because he wasn't, he was no BS. You know, right. Patrice, Patrice, the best advice he ever gave me, and, and what I, I, my first thought of him is I was at Nick's Comedy Stop. It was 1991, and we were still just getting to know each other. I remember I, I was sitting with him. He had his discman on, <laughs> he had his headphones on, and I was, you know, trying to get to know him a little bit. And I, you know, tapped him. I was like, what are you listening to? And he's like, uh, yeah, you wouldn't know him. He, you know, this, uh, <laughs> I finally broke it down. It was, uh, he was listening to like a bootleg version of, uh, Notorious B.I.G. <laughs> and he played me that before, you know, anybody had even heard wow. of this guy. And he was still Bruiser. We were calling him Bruiser. It was before he was Patrice. Bruiser. Yeah, he was, he was Bruiser for the first few years back in Boston. But I remember that wow. night, uh, having our first heart to heart. And he said to me, um, he said, you know, man, you can't, you can't fuck with the truth. Be the truth, always, wow. and everything will roll off. Even if it's your negative truth, bad truth, and it was the first time anybody had really talk about like I'm from Arlington, Massachusetts. I'd experienced you know very little, and this guy's from Roxbury, and you know had seen everything already by the time he hit comedy. So yeah, because he's 21 when he's saying this to you. Yeah, I admired him right there. Unbelievable. Well, yeah, you know? well, he knows that, that he's 21, 92, 91. He started. Uh, yeah, it was like end of 91, and I think I met him at Stitches the first time. And he was, uh, like, shy and still kind of, you know, yeah. he, it was wonderful to see him. That's so funny to even think of. And when he said you should yeah, embrace shy. the truth, yeah. when he said embrace the truth, you just say you're listening to a bootleg and calling yourself Bruiser. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, now that would have been a great fucking <laughs> slap in the face. I don't, I don't know if you guys have, have, have touched on this, but, like, I, you know, 
in the uh, in the feeble attempt to like find humor in any way, shape, or form, especially this week. Yeah. I'm like, I know Patrice is somewhere trying to communicate with somebody like. Update my fucking Twitter, please. <laughs> Do not let my existence hang on an AT&T joke. <laughs> Someone hack that account. Oh, shit, that's please. Right. That's right. Yeah, we yeah, all went there and saw the AT&T. <laughs> what was the line? It was his last tweet, which is always uh, creepy, man. Uh, read that, Sam. L-M-A-O. Right there. You know, he's like, L-M-A-O, oh, what am I doing? <laughs> you went out with a fucking teenage girl. <laughs> fucking, what's the matter with you? That's one short of using an emoji. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, holy shit, not a single human gives a shit about AT&T. I'm mad because the bitch kept calling me and wouldn't stop. Calling me ma'am. Calling me ma'am and wouldn't stop. Mm. Yeah. Oh, my That's God. kind of funny. Oh, it's humiliating. Yeah. Admitting that, his, that the girl's name or his voice is something. Right. That's probably what it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. girl's name. That's, well, Patrice, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's oh, funny. Yeah. Get his password and then it fixes uh, Twitter for him. <laughs> yeah, really? Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, it is uh, a miserable, miserable thing, though. It's like, you know, you keep going back and like, even when we're having a good time or whatever. It's like it's it's there. It's, it's like yeah, yeah. It's you know, you can't get away from it. Ever looming. Um, when he died, it was like, okay, now here's where it is. Like you didn't know for a while is he going to just live in this horrible, horrible condition, mm -hmm. which nobody wanted. Nobody wanted him to be alive in that terrible. Fucking Including life. himself. Oh obviously. yeah, no, no, or his family obviously. or nobody. It just right. you know, and nature takes its course. I mean, it's what happens. Mm -hmm. um, and now you have to start like, okay, now I have to really grieve. And fucking yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you get angry. I mean, I know my dad. My dad, uh, who had been dying of cancer, had a stroke about a month before the cancer got really bad. And I remember being so frustrated and pissed off because, you know, you want to, you want somebody to have that last moment to be able to really kind of speak their mind about things mm -hmm. and whatever they want to kind of, you know, their closing bit, so to speak. You want right. to give them that shot. So that's where a lot of my frustration was. It's like, ah, you know, I wish you had a chance to. That is kind of a smack in the fucking Yeah, face. yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, I've been dealing that with, like I said, my own pop for a few years. Yeah. Not, you know, here he is, like, in this state, and I'm like, I can't even, because he had a stroke, and then he was, uh, uh, he had that uh, syndrome where you, one word gets locked into your mind, and so he's trying to say, uh, you know, oh, it's great to be back in the show, and he would say, like, school, 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 oh, and not what realize. What is that? I never heard of that. Um, I've heard of locked locked in syndrome, like yes, this is where you, right. you can't communicate. It's, it's a very it's similar. It's it's like uh, where a word flickers into your brain, and that's what you'll say for sometimes days or weeks. Fuck. But can you think other things, or is yes. that? Oh, but you're, yeah. you, but your 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 motor you skills only exactly. You it's like skipping. Okay, so yeah. So my dad said school, and then it was cool, and then it was, and that's all he could say. So it was like here I am. I'm his only son trying to have that. You know, uh, that, that conversation moment. right there, you know what I mean? About, you know, Dad, you know, I'm gonna, I'll take care of things for you. Whatever it is that you want to say. And, and I felt that same, and I feel that same kind of frustration with mm. Patrice. I hadn't talked to him in a while either. And that uh, that's that's always going to be a real bummer, you know? So, uh, yeah, man, this sucks. Mm. But he knew. The thing about Patrice is he was so smart. He knew what the relationships were. Right. There was no you have to have need. In that. Right. He knows. Like he's not yeah. like one of those guys that needed things reconfirmed. Oh, because yeah, Patrice yeah. wasn't the guy that would always confirm things with you. He knew if you were friends with him, he knew you knew. Yeah. It was yep. a weird understanding with him. There was a way of like pick, uh, you'd see him, and it was like there was no time passage. Right. Yeah, yeah. Some people you have to rebuild the. We're okay right. with each other. Let's you remove just take the, up what you right. off the no, stuff. Right. But just, yeah, he, he was just, just like, so man, what happened with the? And it yeah, was yeah. like that was four years ago, buddy. <laughs> when my dad died, my sister 
it was all about that. I wish I could have saw him one more time. And I'm like, did you have a good relationship with him? It's it's cool. You didn't have to, you know, see him one last time. Yeah. You know, you just got to have confidence that you you had the. You had that relationship mm-hmm. and that time. Yeah. I was really happy. I'll, t- I'll tell you guys this. I was at the uh, uh, Coconut Grove Improv uh, down at Miami, and I brought Patrice down. And it was uh, – I was headlining. I was bringing Patrice. He was blowing me off the stage, and it was literally like I shouldn't be bringing – I shouldn't have him <laughs> featuring because – 45 minutes in the middle spot. 45. <laughs> 45, and then going into his closing bit. Yeah. Just another forty, uh, but it was it was like selfishly because I wanted to see him. I wanted yeah. to uh, because I was also a fan, and so. Uh, but I remember us sitting at uh, uh, the Miami Wings, the big Wings place. He, we would hit that spot after, and I remember he was dating a girl, and uh, and he was coming to me, going, you know, um, I'm in a bad way with my girl. I love her, but I'm not sure I'm in love. And we had, the, and I was kind of in the same place. I remember we both basically had the talk where. We okayed each other to break up with our <laughs> with our girls, and I probably went on to four or five more, you know, superfluous whores. And he met he met Vaughn, yeah. and uh, I was always happy. And I remember he was always like, we were always appreciative of that we had that talk, and that you know he went on to meet somebody great, and I went on to you know avoid yeah. herpes. <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> I think he downplays it, but he was uh, he was in love, man. I saw it after his uh, gigs. He would go off with her, and yeah. you could just tell he was in a good place with yeah. her. With fun, really? yeah, 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 very much so. Yeah. You know, a guy that has a lot to say about women. You know, in the end, man, he was in love. He would always talk about like being a her being a soldier and or him being this and that. And it right. was like you phony. You know, she's way too fucking hot for you. Right. And you're paranoid she's gonna leave. He oh, was. Yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. way he wasn't scared she was leaving. <laughs> yeah. And he was such a good actor and such a good talker <laughs> right. that he actually convinced her that she's lucky to have him. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. The other way around. He convinced yeah. her. <laughs> He was such a great psychologist. He was a master interrogator and a master psychologist. He really, he like I think, uh, he, he convinced me one night that I was black. He convinced me. He I don't know how he did it, but by the end of the conversation, I was like, I'm gonna check my ancestry.com or something. I don't know, man. He was like, you can't know that. He started wondering why is Dane being late for gigs. Talk to Patrice. I'm running the light. Yeah. Uh, yeah, how many times did you see him in the bath of that red light to uh, get the fuck off yeah. stage light? <laughs> I never wanted to go on after him. I love going on before him and yeah. working with him, but it was like, I don't want to be bothered if he's going over. Like, I don't want to care. Right. Because yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you want to enjoy I want to just enjoy it. Like, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. He was, uh, fuck, man, was he fun. Yeah. Did some news reporter say he was 14? Oh, did I hear yes, that? I'm fine. Yes, I'm fine. Please, Terrible. I would love to. I mean, it's kind of rough to hear up until the last second of this. When Piers, you heard Piers Morgan refer to him as she. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah. her, yeah. You were on, right? Cringe. God, had to be. Because he, he didn't know him. He didn't no. know him. There's no, no way he knew him. But, no. I, but I could only appreciate it because I, I know how many times it happened early in the career where, sure. you know, we'd go to a gig and we'd bring Patrice and somebody would be like, oh, I thought he was going to be a small <laughs> white woman. And they'd be like... Frightened. <laughs> Bigger than life. Here's, here's, how, research. here's how it went down. Yeah, Fox really. in New York. Sad news tonight from the entertainment world. Comedian Patrice O'Neill has died. O'Neill died this morning from complications from a stroke he suffered last month. The Boston native appeared in September's Comedy Central's roast of Charlie Sheen, where his struggle with diabetes was a punchline for many jokes. O'Neill was a well-known presence on talk shows in the stand-up industry and was a frequent guest on the Opie and Anthony radio show. He was 14 years old. <laughs> <laughs> How do you make that mistake? Oh my God. All you have to do 
was reading. That wasn't like I just read the prompter wrong. Right, that right. was I'm committed to my false, right. fake, yeah, he, teleprompter reading zombiehood. Because these idiots don't know what they're even reading. All that oh. fucking, all the shit he read before right. that should have let him know he could not possibly, possibly be 14. 14 years old. Oh, yeah, but he said God. it with confidence. He yeah. was 14 years old. He was 14 years That's old. That's a hell of a career, huh? <laughs> all right. I, I was fucking... Delivering yes. papers at 14. Yeah. This guy was on all those TV shows <laughs> oh at 14 years old. Yeah, real forced in the industry by 14. How dumb does that say our show is? That we had this 14-year-old on all the time. <laughs> they can arrest us now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes. When's the last time you saw him? Um, I think uh, maybe through here, the last time I came through. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I think we'd, we'd spoken a couple times, but saw him here. Yeah, you guys are all, all off doing your own thing. Yeah, yeah. it was just after a while, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah especially it's like you once comics were so vicinity-wise, too, hanging out with each other, that you know, right. once you're on the other coast, it, it's even more so like, nah, you don't matter right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was on a show for the last time, October 14th, yeah. I think. I don't remember. It was for the Carolines uh, gigs. Yes. Mm. And then it happened a mere days or yeah. a week no, no, later. John, what, Three days after. You, Three days after? He Caroline's? Did, uh, he, he did Caroline's that weekend, and then it was a Wednesday, I think. Yeah, I, and I, I, I was lucky enough to go to that show. I just, uh, I, I, uh, I didn't see Patrice for a while, and I was like, fuck, I want to go see him. And we had the best time, you know, in that back room at Caroline's, just shooting the shit, laughing our balls off. He sold out. I mean, that was like the first time he really genuinely Oh, sold my God, out. the wow. place was packed. Yeah. He was on his way. This is no fucking justice. Really? No, Charlie Sheen was no the big one. Fucking right. Let everybody reason. see exactly what. That's exactly what he was like. Just dismissive, that, and that, he was he was one of the best ever. Yeah, he was one of the best. Yeah, ever. he was. There's no doubt. And we always knew right from the get go. You know, it was like I'm I'm working with uh, one of the greatest comics I'll ever see. Mm -hmm. You're working with something special. He yeah, because new. and he did it on the Charlie Sheen roast. He could throw it all away. Yeah. And there's comics that work the room, like, I'm throwing it away, and I'm just going to, like, I'll piece it apart with you. He'd throw it away, and then he'd come up with a whole other right. perspective without even needing to go and get the help from, like, oh, what's your deal? What do you... Right. And, and to yep. see that and to watch it on the roast was... Yeah. Uh, he made up. He made most of that up. He'd make you want to quit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he'd make you want I'm to... I'm not worthy. ...drive home with no music on and just think about <laughs> what, what am I really saying yeah. up there. Hoping there's a cliff around the corner you could go over. <laughs> he loved Pat Cooper, too. And Cooper, Pat liked yeah. him a lot. They they were great on we Top Crowd together. And we had uh, both of them on. Oh, were they uh, in the oh, fuck oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, they, were, uh, so they worked memories. well together. Two oh, fucking yeah. loud Patrice guys. Patrice just start railing on him. Oh, it was great. Yeah. What about loved them. When it, yep. What about when he dissected uh, Gallagher on our show? Oh, <laughs> God. Was that, God damn, was that good. That was a guy that almost killed himself after our show. Oh, man, was he fucking pissed and mm. depressed. Calling him a racist and all sorts of shit. Gallagher, you're, you're a racist. Yeah. Oh, my God. Gallagher is Call him Leo. Call him Leo. Reminded me. Call him by his real name. Hey Leo. Hey Leo. You're a racist. Oh man. Oh, what did he say? I bet you. I bet you imagine them watermelons are all little black babies. I love the clip that of him singing, which I'd never seen. with the blues guy that he posted. Oh, that was awesome, man. I cried like a. Baby, I had a watching tough time that. It was amazing. I wasn't sure if it was the right thing to do, but he came in here, at Warren Haynes, and what creeps me out is he picked that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He picked it and knew it well because last night I went and uh, listened to the original. 
He sang it like <laughs> like Howling Wolf did. Yeah, he knew that fucking song, man. Yep. You know how like kind of as as things were unfolding, it was like your everybody was kind of holding their breath and not really able to be emotional about it. And it was Bobby who said like the most kind of like offhanded but like perfect moment that was heartbreaking. We're on the phone a couple of weeks ago and we're. Talking about Patrice and then Bobby, which gets really quiet. And he goes, "Dude, he's he, he's never gonna play the next Call of Duty, dude." <laughs> <laughs> and he would have loved that game, dude. Jesus. And it really hurt. That like, yeah. It re- he did. He's never gonna see the new iPhone, and he's never gonna. <laughs> it, Bobby's it, little retarded mind. That should be important. Bobby, that should be in a book called "From the Minds of Idiots." <laughs> <laughs> that's how but, Bobby relates death. Oh, but he also, funny. he's, he's also one of those guys that gotta make sure it hurts. Even more. It's like, Bobby, relax. It hurts. You don't yeah, have to I got make, make it worse. And list all the things he'll never do. But that is a weird revelation, and it's something really simple. Those simple things. Yeah, because it's like, it, it's something tangible. You're right. Death right. or yeah. eternity is intangible. Yeah, well, what is it? It's, it's there. It's the future. But like this next, we all know the, the, the cycle between certain things. Mm. Wow. He'll never see... The fucking Titanic 3D that's coming out because you know when that's happening and it's re- it's really weird. That's it's- coming out. Yeah, really. I can't wait. I saw it's gonna feel like it's falling on you. <laughs> but I, you know, something like that. You just yeah. know we were, what it uh, means. We were looking forward oh, yeah. to Dane Cook coming by because it's been a while. Because yep. you got this new movie, Answers to Nothing, and me and Jimmy saw it, and it's I very fu- good. Man. I fucking like this movie, man. Oh, cool. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, the first copy that Roland gave me, I couldn't watch it because it was stamped on the wrong fucking side. So then I got scared they weren't giving me another copy. But then they ended up giving me one. And, uh, I told you the opening scene was amazing. Opening I don't know if scene you, is... Can we talk about it? I don't know what... You know, you never know what you want to say about a movie because you don't want to give shit away. Yeah, well, no, it's... I'll say this. I thought the movie was going to be totally different than it was from the opening scene. Mm. I thought it was one thing, and then I was like, oh, this is... Okay. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's hardcore. It's, it's you know, kind of like one of those grab-you-by-the-throat openings that, you know, if you're not invested at that point, just ba- bail. If you don't like <laughs> right. the movie in the first five minutes, then have a nice day. It covers cheating. It covers uh, child molesting. Uh, it covers a lot of fucking ground that you don't see... Uh, Covered a certain way. It was very good. I, I don't want to give anything away. Mm-hmm. You're not alcohol. Oh God, yeah, bit. fucking yeah. yeah. But it's kind of in the vein of what I dug about it. Is that it's a genre movie in that uh, Magnolia crash way. Yep. Yeah, we, it's it's we a bunch crash. of stories. When yeah. we were talking about this movie before you got here, we're like, it's sort of a, has a crash vibe to it. Yeah, the feel yeah. of crash. Where everyone too. is kind of associated. There's a lot of different stories going on, but they're all kind of connected. Yeah. And uh, you get to play, uh, she played your wife. I love her from Lost. I don't know her name. Elizabeth Mitchell. She's mm. fucking yeah. fuck she beautiful. <laughs> yeah, she is. Beautiful uh, and like really just one of those actors who can be like uh, vulnerable and completely like, you know, distant at the same time. Like like dual harmonics. Like Tori Amos can sing <laughs> her own harmonies. You ever heard that? It's so weird. Yeah, it is no, weird. She can sing mean? and harmonize at the same. I don't know what the, the verbiage is for that, but she can sing and do her own harmony at the at the same time. Is that time. a weird thing that Axl Rose has too, where the voice does two things at once? I've heard that that described as something. Mm. I just added nothing to the discussion. <laughs> nothing, <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> I literally, I just, um, I shouldn't open my mouth and just words came I kinda out. I kind of understood what you were saying, though. I, I, I can't listen to those because people are like, oh, Guns N' Roses back together. And have you tried to watch him singing anything? Re- it's <laughs> it's tough. People uh, are in denial. It's tough, especially knowing it's that funny. he won't do press and he's and when, you know, when you know what singing, it used to be. He's just like. 
<laughs> he just kind of like mumbles and then says whatever the key line of the is because he's too fat and he's wearing that giant yellow Curious George coat. You seen it? Supposedly uh, doesn't look like that anymore, but I don't believe it. Right? Did you see the picture? Yeah, it's like, what were you terrible. Thinking? Look at that. What is no, that? No, that's not even the one. There's one no, on that's stage. Terrible, yeah, no, he's, and he's in Brazil, the hottest place on earth. <laughs> and he's wearing a uh, an L.L. Bean tent. Oh, God, look at his That's today, Axel right? Rose. It's amazing. Axel it's Rose. the same guy. Look at his chins. Yeah, man, he's a big fucking guy now. He's but, a lovely singer. But they, I mean, look, he, he always wore weird shit, though. Remember, he's like yeah. wearing an umpire's uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. vest. Well, the uh, the Mean Machine jersey was my favorite one in that video mm. for Paradise. Uh, uh, Paradise, Paradise City, City man. Yeah, yeah. great oh, fucking God. jersey. But yeah, he was a weird dresser. I hate the fact that he just makes the audience wait. That's why I hate him. Yeah. He makes the audience wait. I went yeah. a long time in Toronto once. Fucking God. a long time. He still time. does it. He's not as bad, I don't think, but he There's still does it. At least two hours. It's like one of the fans. He's, doing, he's doing his vocal warm-ups, Jimmy. Oh. Then fucking get there at 6.30 and do them. <laughs> what are you doing? In between Skid Row and Guns N' Roses, it was like two straight hours. It's like, what are you doing? It's like the Let's Gordon's go. Gloucester Fisherman <laughs> with a fucking <laughs> cowboy hat on. What is that? I don't know. Dick Tracy. <laughs> it, yellow, oh, yeah. yellow is very slimming. This <laughs> is a good move. Is it a long it. coat or is it a long suit jacket without a collar? What, what is, is that? Wow. Yeah, I don't know. And then he's wearing the uh, "Where in the World Is Carmen Sandiego" hat. <laughs> <laughs> my mother bought that computer game when I was like younger. She thought I was uh, younger. I was in my twenties. She thought it'd be fun. I was like, "This game fucking eats my ass, Bob. I don't want to play this." Fuck Carmen. Cares where she is. Yeah, exactly. I hope she's dead in Uzbekistan. That's not a bad game. Uh, it is a bad game. Uh, What's wrong with you, John? Dana, you, you were playing uh, Modern Warfare. I'm on it. Yeah. Yeah. You like it? Yeah. I haven't. I, I wasn't in. Yeah. That. I was. I wasn't on that night. You were playing with Bobby, and uh, apparently Keith the cop took your took your care package that came down. Oh, I was pissed. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was really mad about the whole Patrice thing more, but I think it just came out over a care package care in Call package. of Duties, <laughs> and I let into him. It's like you were dead, though. You were fucking. Uh... No, he he was being a selfish little bitch, <laughs> and I wanted my UAV. <laughs> now you have such a notorious reputation for knifings. I do. In that game, you yeah. you really do. Do you get more kills with knives or? or... Not guns. on the new one. The new one, it's it's impossible. It's hard. Yeah, it is yeah the way they made spawn points and all that crazy, whatever they updated on the AI, yeah. you can't really knife anymore. So now I'm back to like just semi-automatic. It just the hurts. only time you can get knife, like I, I get knifed all the time is when I come around a corner and I'm face to face with somebody. Yeah, and I never, I don't have that reflex to hit the knife right away. I always go for the gun and wind up. <laughs> I get knifed and I'm like, why, why can't you have a mirror in that game? A mirror? Yes. It would be nice. You wouldn't real life. So you're constantly <laughs> getting shot in the back in that well, guy. Yeah, yeah, the technology of the, the soldiers have, like, yes. little... Uh, yeah, yeah. see behind, see behind you. Fuck that. Would be but nice. they're, you're probably dealing with somebody using one of those Mad Cats controllers that has the extra buttons on the bottom. Yeah, so yeah. they have them? Yeah, yeah. There's a, and it's not a modded controller. It's just one with a couple extra buttons that if you just squeeze, you it's going to be nice. Up. Instead of having to push down. So you, you get a 14-year-old kid who obviously is, you know, faster than any of us anyway, and he's yeah. just, you know, squeezing. Yeah. Do you have yeah, one yeah. of those controllers? No. Why you ever you, try, you get one? <laughs> yeah. You ever try yeah, but, to draw your gun up real quick and hit the knife <laughs> when you're trying to shoot? Oh, yeah. I've done that what? so many times. I, you walk up to someone in a room and you're like, ah, cool, man, I'm going to nail this guy. And you go to pick your gun up and whoosh, you hit the knife and then he turns around and just rakes you. I'm, I'm, I hate to say this. I'm getting too old. 
to play oh, multiplayer because yeah, yeah. I finally am like really like a, a platoon sergeant. Like I'm really <laughs> mad at a 14 year old nobody. <laughs> I, I, I hate this. You're playing, you get killed, and then the kid next to you is literally just facing the sky <laughs> doing spins, and I'm like, you're just fucking spinning. <laughs> Cover my six. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Thanks for the help, asshole. It's a kid. Yeah, yeah he doesn't I'm really know what he's mad. Doing. That's funny. Spending five minutes trying to get up a ladder. <laughs> And then they'll start talking to the friend, but leave their mic on. So like, I don't know. What are you going to do? Are you going to go tomorrow? Because I think I'm... Turn off your mic. I'm at war. That's, uh, it, it is terrible. You just, yeah. I don't know, my mom. I'm not getting home for another 15 minutes or so. I could play for a little longer, but I don't know. Becky, get it yourself. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I'm trying to... You know, you're really taking yeah. me out of the game here. A million times. Are you going to prestige? Are you going to prestige? <laughs> Why don't you prestige? You know prestige, you're a fag. Prestige. What does that mean? If, like, you, get, you unlock everything and you hit a level 80, mm. and then you have the option of starting over and you get a special badge symbol that says i gave up everything to start over yeah oh, okay. and if you don't do that you're not considered to be oh, really? uh you're not cool you're not yeah. legitimate you're Wait, like, you, have you done that i did this is the yeah, i finally yeah, yeah. just so people would shut up <laughs> and i hated myself for it they they don't like when you're level 80 and you're walking around and playing the game. It's yeah. like, hey, what are you doing? You're supposed to fucking give it all away now. Yeah, it's like, wait, wait. if That's I had stupid. served, you know, in Afghanistan and Iraq and and came home, it's not not, not going to wipe my memory clear <laughs> right. and then give me a you know a musket and send me back. Start over. Yeah, you, you catch start up, over. Out you there. catch up to me. Yeah, they don't take uh, yeah. your stripes and medals and right. send you back as a private. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly, that's what they do. You get better. Fuck uh, that. Prestige. I play those games, but then I just try to talk everybody into getting along. <laughs> <laughs> He's at a peace summit. Yeah, guys, yeah. please, this please, is not this necessary. Is not nice. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't talk about the movie. The, the brand new uh, Where in the World is Carmen San Diego is very good, Jimmy. Yes, you and your you mom should pick should. it up. <laughs> My mom loved it. I want to make sure. I want to make sure. Three D. I want to make sure people see this movie. Answers to uh, nothing. It comes out uh, tomorrow. Only limited to yeah, tomorrow. It is limited. And then what, like, hopefully they expand the, the yeah, theaters, we hope, right? you know, People find it. People get to find it. It's worth it. You know, I wouldn't do something that's junk. I really, I'm proud of it. It's definitely a departure from some of the comedic stuff. So. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. It's yeah. Not, There's not it? many laughs in this movie. No, no, it's not a comedy. Mm-hmm. No, not at it's all. It's New York. It's, uh, oh, it's on demand? Yeah. Sorry, it's, tomorrow. It's on also demand. VOD, yeah. Okay. I, I would absolutely that. fucking get this on demand. Absolutely. I love that that's going on these yeah. days, where some movies, it's like they put it on demand for, you know, a week or so, yeah. and then it hits theaters and shit like that. Because mm-hmm. I am all about staying home and yeah. watching fucking movies. Right, right. I well, now most people have, like, great sound systems. You got, like, yeah. a cool plasma. It's like. We, you know, not every movie is a tent pole. Got to see it with a crowd. Yeah. Godzilla affair. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just want to watch a movie with my girl at home. Most people right. have a better system at home. True. You go to these theaters like, what? This stupid screen still. I got better shit at home. The seats yeah. are uncomfortable. Yeah. I can fucking kick back in a chair. It's fucking right. great. Yeah. Pause it, prestige, play ten rounds of (laughs) (laughs) knife a fourteen year old. It is nice to be able to pause, go to fucking get a beer, take a piss, whatever the fuck. And then you know, just start back up again. Twitter it, share the moment. (laughs) What's the highest you can get to? Level eighty? Level 80 10 times. 80. You can prestige 10 times. Yeah. And then what, what happens? happens? Then after that, you realize <laughs> that you're nothing. Have, and then it's like, this was a waste <laughs> you of should, time. They better have you should have worked on a trade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You should have gone to a vocational just, tech school. I needed a backup. I could have been plug. a painter or something. <laughs> you have to go through a gender transformation. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. What's your favorite uh, weapon in the in the game? I like the because uh, I'll do the I'll do the um, uh, hardcore. Uh-huh. Hardcore team, so I love that. Yeah, I'm, I I'm using the MC, uh, the M. What is it? Uh, no, the ACR, and All I'll right, throw yeah. a grip and a silencer on there. It's literally one shot. Yeah, that's that's, a, I, that's why I like playing hardcore mode. If you if you're not playing hardcore mode, you could shoot someone like five times in the chest. Nothing yeah. happens. They shoot you once and you're dead. Hardcore, you pretty much hit someone once in a good spot. They're, they're dead. Yeah, and they die in real life. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, the butterfly yeah. effect takes yeah. place. <laughs> so it's most important. You don't you don't need the automatic fire and yeah. shit like that. So you can trade in that for uh, you know maybe not being as obvious to other people on the map, mm -hmm. shit like that, like a silencer or yeah. a, I like to, uh, using some of the perks that make me a little more invisible to uh, people's radar and shit like yes. that. Uh, they could be off the grid, is yes, what you're saying. off the grid, Dane, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I only play hardcore now, because the other shit, it's just like, really? Yeah. I sit, and that's what you hear from me on there. Really? Really? I fucking hit him five times, once in the fucking face! <laughs> dude, really? Dude, play hardcore. Uh, what are you doing, dude? Play hardcore, dude. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you play hardcore, you faggot? <laughs> All right, I'm a faggot. Yes, great, oh. great. Kid, just call me a faggot. <laughs> I, never, I never played that game. Oh, you should, Jimmy. You it's love my it. only vice. Yeah. When, I have nothing else. I've never alcohol. No addictive personality, but my one video thing games. was video games. And yeah. what was so weird is like I didn't play for a year. I actually have not played a full year since the last game, the last version. I think basically, right? but I think it's this weird thing from my childhood. I was talking with my therapist about it. Like I could only play video games when I was younger. When my mom would come home and be like. You get a pound the pavement, Dan, if you don't, you know, earn your stripes and yada yada. And so I never felt good about playing something unless I worked and earned it. And because I took pretty much a year off, you know, of comedy and everything else, I didn't play a game because I really didn't feel like I had done wow. something to warrant it. Wow. So okay. once I still, still, fucked still up. in you. Yeah, once I got back on doing the junk and all that, I was like, oh, I'll get, I'll, I'm gonna get the new one and Treat get yourself. it. Yeah, isn't that weird? I well, yeah, I'm the a lazy off. slob. <laughs> I play all the time. <laughs> What'd you do in the year off? Um, nothing, really. Yeah, nothing. Travel at all? Or? A little bit, a little bit, but just, you know, I went straight, I was like, I was straight through, man, for a long time. It was like to that point yeah, of just... crazy run you had. You yeah, know, it, yeah, it was like, all right, let's, the first 10 years is the hustle of like, <laughs> please let me get out of this, right. you know, foxhole of, you know, please let my family not behind my back go, what did he do? <laughs> what, you know what I mean? And then you get there. And and you're like, all right, now I want to maintain it. But when it blew up for me, like really big, I was like, I got to keep this level. And so it was like six straight years until you know personal stuff starts to happen. But you're just you're working through that. You're like, okay, you know, my mom's sick, my dad. You, you're you're doing all this stuff, and then you finally realize, ah, oh, it's super unhealthy. I need to stop and like you know chill and like feel some stuff for a minute. You realize you're not going to just keep going and be satisfied. With that, you know, you, yeah. you, because you will just keep driving right through it. Right? True. Uh, you got to kind of, yeah, stop. Sometimes it's forced. Like, we were forced to stop when we got fired. It was kind of nice. We got the fucking boot. We were off for two fucking yeah. years. Parts of that was nice. And it was like, yeah, it was like, ah, I don't have you to worry breathe. about what the ratings are. Right. I don't have to worry that we put on a great show yesterday, and now here's the next day. Do yeah. it again, asshole. Yeah, and you assess. like it, it was great for me, and I feel the same way. It was the best year, and, and you kind of assess and also like appreciate certain things that you, you wouldn't think yep. to. You're like so busy just like mm -hmm. getting in there, next fight, next fight, that you, you're, you're not really stuck to be like, oh, yeah, I've done some cool stuff that I could. That's like some would say enough. 
you know, what do I want to do now? Where, where where do I want to take my fans is what I was asking a year ago. And I was like, if I don't feel good, then whatever I do is not authentic with them. Mm-hmm. So it was like, take a year, and now the stuff that I'm developing, I'm really glad to share and, with them. And you really did nothing? You had to be doing... I, and you, I wrote, you know, I wrote, I, I did like a couple a, of little indies, a couple more indies. But I mean, you know, on just, a regular, like, day-to-day, what were you, What would you do, hike? Get up just, at 10 or sleep yeah. all day? Or? Yeah, no, definitely was not sleeping, just, you know, got up, uh, my youngest sister came out to L.A., so I was like, just kind of, I hadn't hung with family in so mm. many years either, so it was nice to have, yeah. like, family back hanging out with me, and just like, I felt like I was just doing regular person stuff <laughs> for a minute, which was, like... Just wonderful, but I was still writing and developing. I'm, I'm sure now, now. I'm working with NBC on a show, but I'd worked on that for like the year, so I was still kind of like pairing up and and, right. and hanging with people, like people I really admire that I wanted to just take to lunch and be like, oh, maybe we could figure out if there's something we want to do together at some point. So it was just kind of a, a like a re reforming year, I guess. A reboot. A reboot. Yes. You feel like at times that if you're not just plugging away constantly, that you're gonna your failure. It. Yeah. Yeah. Instantly. Yeah. You're gonna yeah. just it's like I took like, the weekend uh, off. I didn't. I didn't go to a club this weekend. Yeah, Everyone yeah. has passed me. They all forgot me. I'm, <laughs> yes. a, I'm a husband. Yeah. It feels like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's it. Feels it. like I'm gonna lose everything and be forgotten immediately if yeah. I don't do fucking sets tonight. Yeah, fear yeah. of abandonment issues galore with oh, most wow. comics. With comics, come on. Yep. Stop. Never. That's it. And radio. Guys. We should just. Yeah. We should just have like a code where we guys. all just hug each other in the door. <laughs> just like I know. I know. Yeah. We really should be hugging each other through, a lot more than we this. do. Through all the angst and insecurity. You Me need too. It. I need it. Me too. Yeah. Wow. You, were you doing uh, arenas and stuff of that? I remember Dice after he stopped doing arenas. Like he was still doing five thousand seats. Sometimes nine. 000, but it felt like he was obsessed with getting back into the arenas. Yes. Now I know you mm. could still do them, but if you do a market where you did an arena and then you come back and it's like, ah, oh, man, we just did six thousand instead of fifteen thousand, do you become obsessed with getting back into the arena, or are you like, Jesus Christ, six thousand people is is a, an amazing place to level off at? Fortunately, I don't feel like it has to be an arena, but it's like the level of how I worked on my show to get it to that point. It's like I can't even go into the 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 club, or I couldn't. I was even going into the factory. Like I used to enjoy ten people. Right. I could just enjoy getting up there, but because I'm coming in just hanging, I need to be okay that they're going to look at me and just be like, "Oh, this is just not. This is okay. Right. This isn't the arena show that everyone's paying this much money for." And now it, I was starting to like that was. You shouldn't be thinking that. Right. It's like right. thinking of who's at the back of the room watching you. Once right. you leave your body, you're done. Well, me and me and Jimmy have talked about Shit. a, a shitload. Of, but when we saw you in Boston at the old Boston Garden, and you fucking killed it, God. and then we walk out, and they're lined up for a second show. Me and Jimmy looked at each other like, <laughs> Two "Holy yeah. fuck!" We couldn't even just. Uh, it was just an amazing fucking feat. Yeah. That... People don't understand that. I don't think sometimes. You fucking had them lining up for a second show at the Boston Garden. Yeah. That's rock star. And, ha- it was awesome. and how many people was it? <laughs> Nin- uh, 18, like, 19,000. 18, 19, mm-hmm. Most people would love to do that once. He did it twice in one night. Yeah. I'd be crazy. happy to do that over the course of six months. <laughs> <laughs> Spread out in right. 14 cities. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't get out of there because everyone was waiting to get in for the second show. But we were like, and it's, it was just you in a stool. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, it really was. And I know Kellner shot it, right? Which was uh, Marty Kellner, I think, mm-hmm. directed, which was was such a great shot. Because he did the Stones. He did Carlin. Yeah. And it was like, that shot well. Oh, mm-hmm. it was fucking great, man. Oh, yeah. And it was like, that was what an arena show should yeah. look like. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And some comics could work in arena. 
uh, you worked in arena well. I mean, it was like it, it just looked like it belonged. It yeah. didn't look out of place. No, you owned it. I went to Marty Culner because I saw Carlin uh, live in Arizona, 77, and Culner directed it, and it was Carlin's first in the round show. Was this the celebrity theater? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And I remember seeing that years and years ago and feeling like, oh, that's... And then I saw Carlin at uh, the South Shore um, uh, music tent years back in Mass, and that's like 2000 in the round. Right. And then I... That was my first in the round show. I played there in like '97. I was like, mm. if I could ever do a big arena show, I'd do in the round. Wow. Yeah, and that was great to do it with Marty. So that night was fucking Carlin. That was amazing, man. We were fortunate enough to have him do our show at the end of his life a bunch yeah. of times. Yeah, I remember seeing him with you on um, Tough Crowd. Oh, yeah, that was, you guys funny. were uh, like, I hope that's a photo Priest somewhere in your boy. home because I, I, I remember just being like, Norton must be <laughs> so psyched right now. He was I, I, loving I, you, man. I have you know? a photo on my uh, on my on my fucking when you walk in. It's me and Carlin. He's dressed like a priest. I'm dressed like a. Uh, uh, an altar boy, and I got him to sign it. Uh, he wrote, you know, George Carlin, and he wrote, I think, S.J., and someone told me that Society of Jesuits um, is what it means. Like, he signed it like a, a priest. So it was oh, a great there, yeah, there it is. That Remember that? Oh, that's man. fucking classic. That is classic. That's rich. Yeah, it's a fucking great, great shot. Man. Great shot. <laughs> uh, answers to nothing. Yeah. People really should check out this movie. Um, yeah. I like the, uh, the brother-sister fucking story. Mm -hmm. oh, rough. Yeah. And and saw it after you know Patrice. Patrice. Yeah, no. It's a, listen. It's a provocative movie. It's the kind of movie that you know you leave and you want to you want to talk about it. You know, yeah. I, I like movies like that. You want to dissect it. Yes. You know, you know somebody in it. Something about yourself is reflected in it. So it was. Uh, I was psyched that the director sought me out for it. Yeah, absolutely. I always think it's funny too, and you because everybody's talking about Patrice and tweeting about him. And I understand it's a lot of love for a guy who deserves it and is funny enough to deserve it. But it's funny to me, like, it's like, do you know how many of you, and I don't mean the fans, I mean the performers, do you know how many of you he had no respect for? <laughs> do, you, do, do you know? We know. How little he respected you? Oh, <laughs> what, shit. what shit he thought you were. And I think we could all pick out a few names. How huh? he would have dominated you in a room and just dismissed you and scrunched his. Yeah. The Patrice mm. scrunch. Oh, it's mm. awful to get that face. You think he would like all this attention? I, he, yes and no. He would be annoyed by some of it, but he was not so. He was so in, in, intuitive. He would have appreciated it too. He was not mm. a dumb guy. He, he would have known that that love was an impressive show from people, yeah. and he was not unmoved, unmovable by yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Like sure. when he knew people loved him, or when you showed him, he was like, "Oh, oh wow, there's plenty thanks, of times man. to be like, like, oh, thank you, thank you, man." That's, like he I was defensive. That. Yeah, yeah. Probably a lot of that was him being defensive. Like he didn't know people would love him as much as they did, and I think that was like when. When you showed him affection or like, like Jonathan said that, because uh, Jonathan managed Patrice as well. And he, he uh, said that when uh, I went to see part of his special taped at, uh, in Belf in the Room. Yeah. And I stayed for a few minutes because I had a set. And I didn't see Patrice because he was already on stage. And Jonathan told him that Norton came. He's like, really? Yeah. Like, like he was surprised that I'd come by. I was like, well, mm -hmm. of course. Yeah. He was. He forgot sometimes that yeah, people yeah. like you, stupid. <laughs> a friend. I, I absolutely. You were a, there. Opie. I have a similar story. I went back to see him and his mom, and he's like, "What are you doing here?" I'm like, "What are you talking about? There's a big deal for you, and I feel like we're friends, and I want to come here and support." <laughs> yeah, I meant a lot to him. Yeah, well, fuck. That's yeah, but I'm just trying to make me cry more. No, but I think that's what. It's funny to me oh, I guess how what, much he would be annoyed by some of these people, but, yeah. but he would appreciate it but overall. I guess what we're trying to say is when he did drop his guard, it was awesome. It uh, was fucked. Because it, it didn't happen a lot. We, we you know, myself, um, Bobby, Bill Burr, there was a gang of us. Like, he, you know, Patrice is in my graduating class. 
you know, we started together. But I will always remember sitting at uh, there was a there was a place across the street from Nick's in, in Boston. It was uh, like an old before it was Bennigan's, but then Bennigan's, and we'd hang there. And it was like still at a time where you know we all would be really helping each other out with our sets, and that was a time when you know to see Patrice becoming what he was and forming that that persona and the attitude mm-hmm. that I wouldn't even say the attitude but like be the first one to be like what I am now I'm going to bring that to the stage as opposed to like some of you guys that are up there just trying to you know right do do shtick and uh and I I to be thinking about those conversations which I'd forgotten about of him being like questioning like yeah, yeah do you think that that i should be saying that i should be talking about i think i should drop that malcolm xxl thing maybe like that's <laughs> and and to see him at a point where he was extremely kind of again vulnerable and open mm-hmm. um it made me realize and you know you see those moments with other people you know we we always joked about like he's he could be such a kind of a bully like you know the way he could seemingly push anybody out with the mm-hmm. the, the, with the stare walk. but I, we remember <laughs> yeah. a patrice that was uh, you know uh you know, wanted to grow as a performer. You know, he wouldn't have been there if he didn't. And uh, that's what I'll remember a lot is the encouragement we all gave each other at the at that early. And the people that probably quit because Patrice was like, no, man, you, you, stink. you shouldn't be, you a shouldn't lot of be here. Favors. Oh. Yeah. Jonathan, you got he, anything? He, uh, sorry, Dane. No, I, I, didn't, I thought you were done. I'm I was going to say, no, he escorted, I'm sure, a lot of people out the comedy <laughs> yeah. he, he, this way. Right. Doing a, there were a lot of people on the favor, fence. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what he, what he would do is just shake the fence <laughs> and you'd fall off yeah. on the other side. So you would have Nobody to hold on ever tight. Fell on, he never shook the fence no. and had somebody fall in front of him. It was always on the opposite uh, side. On the not comic side. Try yes. to hold on, man. Uh, you know, I, I, I saw him stop a show because of a heckler who kept. It was in Chicago, and Hannibal Buress had opened for him, and and um, this guy would not stop heckling Hannibal. And then Patrice got on stage, and the guy tried saying something to Patrice, and that was it. He stopped the show, and he goes, "Okay, I'm going to give you your time now." Come oh on up. shit! Come on up! And the guy got so embarrassed, and just, he just eviscerated him, mm-hmm. and uh, you know. Because he he had the respect for the other comics and you know he, he was not one to you know it's funny when you were talking about earlier about um, people that he didn't like. There's a guy that was tweeting yesterday who I know for a fact Patrice hated this guy, and the guy tweeted something like, "I'm devastated at the loss of Patrice O'Neill. He is a complicated and difficult guy at times, but a genius artist." And I'm like. He hated, and I mean hated, hated this guy with a passion. Like, just hated him. And, you know, to, to see this guy tweeting. And, uh, right, oh. give, uh, give Jonathan a pen. I need to know. Guy man. trying to fucking, uh, guy trying to open his heart. But, you know, it's a phony. Because oh, if yeah, he fucking, yeah. if he really was, felt the way he felt, he wouldn't have fucked Patrice to yeah, begin he with. He tried, and I mean, I, I could go in a great deal. He tried to fuck him over so hard on this deal. And it was oh, horrible. And we man. caught him in the middle of it. And it was just awful. And he hated him. Hated Did Patrice him. call him on it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he called him on it in the room. Oh, shit. Sure. Yeah, that's, that's Patrice. At a network. <laughs> the executives got scared because they'd never seen him act that way. And this guy was shaking because he got in front of him. He got in front of his face. And he's like, you liar. You lied to me. You know, you revealed yourself. He loved that word. You revealed oh, yeah. yourself to me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, oh, yeah. Uh, and just to see this guy tweeting this yesterday was... You know, uh, what a vomit bag. No, no, make it terrible. Puke, huh? yeah. yeah. But I think, so, think would have loved... I, I think he would have appreciated the love. He was certainly, yeah. he was an emotional guy. He was a sensitive, oh, you know, he's yeah, an animal yeah. lover. 
like yeah. little dumb dogs. Yeah, that's something that really dogs. is uh, amazing. When you just saw yeah. his his sheer size and stuff, you'd be like, "Hey, it's big. It's a big black guy." Yeah. And then he's like that one picture of him holding the kitten up, yeah. and he's making like googly eyes at this little kitten yeah. in his his giant hand. It's fucking classic. It's and like it's, of it's, mice and men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't, don't pet it. Reboot. Don't pet it, motherfucker. That would a great reboot. Yeah. But that's so Patrice right there. Except yeah. he wouldn't have accidentally killed the girl. He just would have talked to her until she killed herself. Who <laughs> 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 he told her why she was a worthless hoe. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he loved his dog and everything. Yeah. It's just like he's fucking... And, and his dog is like a small, white, oh, yeah. little puppy. Yeah, the dude. Yeah, yeah, look at that shit. Yeah, the dude. That's great. Yeah. And he was going to uh, do something for PETA, too, right? Yeah, yeah, he was about to do this PSA for PETA. And, uh, you know, we had it scheduled and everything, sadly. And, and everything was hitting on all cylinders. He was ready to fucking... Yeah, I was going to say, like, what, for, for, for obviously for fans and just, you know... What what's in the? He's got an album that uh, we're going to release. It, it, well, the pre-orders are going to start very soon. Wow. Um, it's called Mr. P. It's 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 hard to listen to right now mm. for for me. I mean, it's just it's mm. brilliant. It's brilliant. Uh, he recorded it in D.C. at the Improv. Different stuff from it, Elephant. It, it's all new stuff. It's oh, it's, I didn't know that. I didn't wow. know it was new from Elephant. Okay. All new material. That's what's amazing. Wow, about it. and it's Huge. good. I mean, really, really good. I think we're getting you guys some stuff. You were saying we got the that, track. Yeah. Can we oh, play yeah. it uh, to end the show today? Do we have a track from uh, Mr. P? Yeah, it's the one Jonathan suggested. Okay. Oh, um, yeah, we play this today. Oh, hell yeah. So this is going to be one of the tracks off the new album that people could uh, pre-order yeah. real soon. Yeah, we'll give out all the information when you can get it. And yeah, because we I got, didn't know that. We got people anything, to take anything? care of, man. Write anything? Was he writing anything? Uh, he was writing something. He also had a movie that he did. It's funny. He, like... He did the movie with Jimmy, uh, Furry Vengeance. Yes. And he was he was difficult at best. On that side. <laughs> oh, I was telling him yesterday, I was like the codependent wife trying to explain it like he's just tired. <laughs> oh, was he fucking miserable when we did that movie. Oh, it's the only time I ever had a casting director call me, like after someone had been put in the movie and they were shooting, and they're like, look, he's got to stop talking to the director. Oh, oh, no. oh no. What happened? But, and, then, and then he was really upset that the guy took it the wrong way. He was just, you know, they had one day where they were just waiting and waiting. Our first waiting. day, we hadn't met the director. We were sitting in the honey wagons oh, for no. hours, and, you know, two, two fucking assholes commiserating. Like, I would look at his, like, what the fuck? He's like, oh, you know. And both, by the time we got down to the set, a full fucking head of steam. Yeah. But I was just happy to be there. Guys. And he made a really, like, sarcastic comment to the guy. Oh, but, no. You know, it was real passive-aggressive. It was like, how you doing, buddy? Whoa, what's going on? We're sitting around. I don't remember what exactly what it was, but it was something like that. And then they called... And they're like, he, he can't talk to the director anymore uh, unless he's spoken to <laughs> It's like, wow. Oh, okay. you, know what, you know what's a testament to Patrice, because you talk about that movie a lot, Jimmy, is uh, the fact that he got along with Brooke Shields. She, she loved him. Yeah. And it was she her movie. Him. It was her movie. He didn't want to be there. You guys were miserable. <laughs> he obviously had a problem with the director or whatever. But in the end, Brooke Shields loved him. And yeah. he liked her, too. Yeah, because she, she came in here and she was like, Patricia, you know, she was just... Uh, just Gushing over him. He was uh, sitting something. <laughs> she was going to her trailer to eat lunch, and he said, "Why you don't want to eat lunch with us?" Like you know. And so she said, oh, "Okay." And then I guess she did, and she sat with you guys and ate yeah. lunch. And yeah, there's a, there's that great photo of him and really hit it off. Yeah, there's a. Uh... I'm sorry. No, no, no. no, no. It's, it's, it's him and Brooke. She's got her fucking muscles, and Patrice is kind of standing. Oh, I got a video I got to show too. I think I played the audio. It's from one of those scenes where there was a a hill. And uh, Patrice was dressed as a construction worker, and he has to walk down the hill, but he slips in the mud and he crashes into the camera. And it's, it's, 
<laughs> and it's not that long of a video, but he just kind of uh, he just kind of fucking slips into it. And I watched it on a monitor, and I fucking howled <laughs> watching this dummy slip into the fucking camera. Oh, by the way, Mr. P is available for pre-order on iTunes now. Oh, well, so go yeah. to iTunes and now Amazon. and pre-order. And Amazon. I'll say okay. it again. We got people to take care of. Yeah, his family. We got yeah. people to take care of. So we got All the money's going to go to them. We set it up. It's Yeah, yeah. the DVD guys, are do the CD people are doing the right thing. They yeah. actually restructured things just so Patrice's family would right get more money. Literally, down. after, after this whole thing happened, you know, we didn't know it was going to happen. They just said... Look, we're going to change our deal, and they did something unbelievably generous. Wow. So, uh, yeah, wow, that's great. It's really going to, you know, because that was one thing. He cared about taking care of people. Like, mm -hmm. he really, you know, his mom, Vaughn, his stepdaughter. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, mm -hmm. uh, I had dinner with uh, uh, Vaughn and uh, his stepdaughter, and, uh, you know, it's, it's hard for them now. I mean, especially uh, his stepdaughter. She's yeah. just, but it's funny. I mean, I think they were together like 10 years, and so yeah. she's 11. And I just didn't realize the effect he had on her because her personality is really, oh, it's shit. amazing. <laughs> and it's funny. And she's like questioning me about stuff, you know. And, and you know, you don't get that from 11 year olds. Yeah. And uh, it, it's amazing. I mean, uh, you're in the middle of something and she went, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> he's, got, he's, he's also got this movie coming out uh, called Scoutmasters. And he was really. He, it's funny. Other than complaining about the parking situation on it <laughs> every day, uh, he, he actually loved doing the movie. God damn, uh, man! Yeah, it was Rob Riggle, right? Yeah, it was yeah. Rob Riggle and Patton Oswalt. And the, and the funny thing is, he'd be like, "Yeah, they're cool. I like Rob and everything." This parking situation, we got to deal with this, and because I got it in his deal that they would pay for his parking. And, you know, he was happy with that because he wanted to drive his truck in. He didn't want to be picked up. And he would drive my truck. And, you know, so, okay, I got you parking. Well, what they did was they they were shooting the movie in, like, Westchester. So he didn't – he realized he didn't want to drive to the set. He wanted to drive into Manhattan where, like, Rob Riggle and Ian go in the van with him. So he had to park his car in the city. And they were like, well, no, we, we, in the deal, his contract was to pay for parking at the set, not – in the city. And so every day, every single day, he was like, man, this $24 is pissing me off every day. <laughs> and I'd be like, yeah, but you're having a good time filming? Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. But this fucking parking situation, we've got to work on it. He just, you know. But he, he liked filming that movie. He liked Riggle a lot. They had a good time together. Is there a buzz on the movie? I don't. Yeah. Um, from what I hear, I mean, again, you know, the, the producers and, and, and this guy, Todd Rohal, the director, has told me. He's got, like, the funniest scene in the movie, and uh, he had a really good time in this movie. Uh, it's funny, because he, he, you know, I know that, because he said to me, he goes, I, th I think this could be funny. I think this could be pretty good. <laughs> like, for him, I was like, wow, because Free Vengeance, he goes, man, this is a piece of garbage, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is just, you know. Uh, I, was just, I was just remembering, and I'm sure, you know, Jimmy, you saw this so many times, you you could pretty much, walking, in, walking into whatever situation you were where Patrice was waiting, you could almost quickly assess the level of whatever he was dealing with, frustration, or by how he was wearing his hat. <laughs> oh, shit, yes. Depending on where the hat was placed on his head, you knew that you were in for it with Patrice. If it was, if it was kind of like back and like it was kind of floppy, yeah. he was feeling jovial. If it was that half Tight. down over one eye, it was like, here we go. <laughs> He's got a gripe. Yeah. Yeah, that hat was a mood hat. It was a long <laughs> I love that. I saw him move it a few times, sure. too. Sure. Because his mood was jovial changing. hat yeah. and then pull it down a little bit. Yeah. When, <laughs> when, we did the, when we did Elephant uh, in the Room, 
we had a big discussion because he goes, I, I've graduated from baseball hat to like a fedora now. And he didn't want to wear a baseball hat. And we were worried because it was covering his face. You know, the shadow would be cast over his face a little bit. Big argument about it, but he just he didn't care. He'd be like, no. And then you'd see him wear it different different styles throughout. Yeah. You know, it, it's so true. To try to see what would show his face. Yeah. But he would have but also he, the mood. I mean, that, that's literally you nailed it. It's, yeah, the, it, the wool ones he would yeah. wear sometimes. I remember I come down if it was right, if it was right on his brow, if he was <laughs> back in his chair, if it was right to where you could barely uh, see his eyes, it was like. Oh, I didn't shit. watch the news today, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna know in a few minutes what's happening. <laughs> Did you see this too. motherfucker <laughs> putting sandbags? <laughs> Did you, ever, did, did you ever hear him? You, I, I said it to you in the elevator. When coming up. He hated the movie The Town because, because he was like, man, I grew up in Boston. This is not Boston. And I'm like, well, it's not your Boston. He goes, fuck, man, this is the only Boston people are going to know. He was really pissed about it. Yeah. He was like, he had this, this thing, but he's like, there's other people from Boston. Dane's from Boston. This is not his Boston either. And I went, all right, you know, I. I, I like the movie. What can I say? <laughs> he, he made me feel really bad for, for liking, liking a movie. He made yeah, me feel yeah. really awful for liking it. Yeah. I liked the movie, yeah. Oh, fuck he man. did not. He hated God it. Damn. He wow. had a really, nobody ever wondered, like, I wonder what Patrice thinks of me. Like, no one has ever said those no, words. Like, no, he, you no. knew yeah. immediately how he felt about yep. it. Like, that's the beauty of him is that you could never, he was a bad, I'm sure he had to do poker face once in a while, Barely. but he was terrible at hiding that Barely. stuff. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. terrible at hiding Barely. dislike or, 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 or displeasure or he lack of respect. Horrible poker Couldn't player. fucking hide it, man. Yeah. He, he, yeah. sometimes he just loved saying it. Like there was, I, I remember when I, I, off, broke right? up, yeah. I broke up with my chick and, and, uh, He's like, oh, you broke up with that girl you were with? I'm like, yeah, yeah. He goes, oh, so I, I don't have to be nice to her anymore? He had a great <laughs> sigh. Patrice's sigh was wonderfully like, uh, what? Just let me have it. Uh, Fuck. My goodness. favorite thing he did yeah. in one of them was when he would shush people. Did you ever hear him shush people? Oh, yeah. He would. Oh, yeah. He so loud. literally shushed <laughs> those big fucking teeth. He shushed. He shut. Keith Robinson went to see something at Carnegie Hall with him. And he shushed. And fucking literally hundreds of people stopped talking. Yeah. He yeah. had the ability to just be heard. Yeah. Shh. But a lot of times he would do it, and, uh, and no one knew where it was coming no, from. No, they never knew. And they, that was the beauty of it. They would just turn around and see the looking lumps. around like, who the fuck, <laughs> who the fuck just shushed us? Dane uh, has to go. He's got TV. Uh, yeah. But just so you know, um, uh, oh, God, what's the name of the movie? Um, Answers to Nothing. Answers to Nothing. It comes out tomorrow. You can get it on demand, or it's in select theaters. I'm going to guess New York, L.A. Yeah, yeah major so, cities. Yeah, I, I like the movie. Jimmy liked the I movie. I liked it very much. Yeah, absolutely. Check it out. So check it out on demand. Or on demand. Seems like the easiest thing that's what I'm going to do. People. I'm so psyched that I, you know, even though it's a rough week, man, I'm, I was so glad to be able to come in here. And I've been just bottled up Too wanting long. to talk about these things. Yep. So uh, I look forward to sitting with you guys again. And I'll, I'll, we'll all remember our, our favorite Patrice stories that should not be told on the <laughs> on the radio. I have a few of those as well. Cool. Like watching him put his glass dildos back into a <laughs> well, Wait a second. Well, do you know, I don't know if that was him lugging those clunking fucking glass dildos. But, but I... I, I called him out the on Brazilians. He came in with this briefcase. He couldn't wait to show us. And he's like explaining each one. And I, I just looked at him like, what are you doing? 
<laughs> Remember? And, and he he had a realization like, yeah, what the fuck this am I doing? Carrying <laughs> around glass dildos in a brief... We were in a third world country and he's bringing glass dildos into the fucking right. hole. Like, they're hookers, you idiot. What, right. You don't need to make them come. <laughs> He couldn't wait to show us the briefcase. Oh. And I thought it was one of the strangest things I ever saw. Like, it was what a are you doing? terrible big Adidas bag. Yeah. It was so How many were there? Seriously. Ten? Maybe ten. And he would pick them up yeah. and you would just hit the picture of the sound of ten glass things. Clinkety, clinking into yeah. each other. And he was explaining each one and what, what it was used for. And what's a up? rolling oh, stick in his face oh, okay. in the window. Dane has to go. It's a pleasure. Dane, Don't so be strange. Much, man. Man. All right, man. Always a pleasure. Uh, the Later. movie's Answers to Nothing in theaters tomorrow and on demand. Yeah. And you can get um, uh, Patrice's uh, new CD, Mr. Yes. P, pre-order. On iTunes and on Amazon.com. Now, I didn't realize and it was all messed up. wool uh, emotion cap will be <laughs> selling for charity. We should get a Patrice doll that you can pull a string and it tells you what's wrong with you. <laughs> I think we're going to... Oh, yeah, Camo someone's mentioned. Yeah, we got to go, though. Oh, right. I'll be in... Uh, Camo uh, with the, the Oh, this, yeah. Camo, Camo. It was so creepy watching Fuck. him make a hooker, a hooker come, but he did make her come. Jimmy's out tomorrow. He's got gigs in Baltimore. I'll be at Magoobie's in Baltimore tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday. And Jonathan, thank you. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. I'm bummed we didn't get to your traveling yeah. stories. We did yeah, a little, we'll I guess. Well, he's in town for a while. Yeah. Well, cool. fuck. Come back uh, next week then. Okay. Please. Yeah. So we'll do a whole segment. I want to know where you've been. Uh, brand new Patrice O'Neill right now from that new CD that's you could pre-order right now on Mr. iTunes. Peace. What, the, what's the name of the this track? This track is called "I Hate People Touching Me." <laughs> <laughs> nice. Perfect. All right. Let's listen to this. We'll see you tomorrow. I don't yeah. know. With that, we say hi what to Chris that? Rock. Chris Rock, everybody. Sorry, Chris. Chris. Or maybe his people are, are getting Chris Rock. This Chris. All right. Hey, Chris. Hey. Hey, man. How are hey, you? Hey, buddy. How are you? It's been a while. Yeah, we're on the air. We got uh, Bill Burns studio, Joe Rosa, Jim Norton, and me and Ant. When do the funny people get it? <laughs> God how you doing, damn, man? Chris. Can't complain. Well, uh, you're done with Broadway before you even talk about uh, anything else. I had to say to you publicly, you were fucking amazing in your uh, you. in your play. You're you're a much better actor than I realized. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, after Pootie Tang, you know, it's all uphill. <laughs> <laughs> I love Pootie Tang. I never saw it. What? How do you not see Pootie? Well, Tang? Louis told us the story about how, like, you know, you have one vision, but then sometimes the studio steps in and they. They do what they got to do. Well, and then... when we do Pootie Tang on Broadway, you're all invited. Oh, <laughs> right on. <laughs> I don't doubt that that would happen. <laughs> like, there's no doubt that that could actually happen. Can I tip my... Also, I've, I've, Chris, I never really met you before, but I've always wanted to tell you this. Uh, me and my friends in high school, before I ever did comedy, were obsessed with CB4. I'm still obsessed with it. I think it's hilarious. And I tip my hat to you for recognizing the utter genius of Charlie Murphy. Thank you. Before anybody did. Mm. Before you know, anybody. Chappelle is such a genius because all those Charlie Murphy stories that are on the Chappelle show, mm -hmm. he told them on the set of CB4. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew all those stories years and years, 15 years in advance, and then I'm watching Chappelle's show. I'm like, oh my God, I could have had all of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're kind of like the college coach that you could have drafted like Jeter to play for you, but you just kind of like in, enjoyed watching him and then exactly. ignored him. Exactly. Obviously, 12th selection, Chris Rock selects Ken O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Marino reference, nobody. That was a good one. No, I got it. I'm a Jets fan. Hey, O'Brien's, you know, better than Sanchez. <laughs> yeah. I'll, the old pick six. 
Yeah, Sanchez, <laughs> I don't know. He makes us a little nervous. As, uh, I like Jets Sanchez, fans. but O'Brien, you know. What, what do you think of Tebow? You want to talk football? Wow! <laughs> no kidding! <laughs> wow, man. I guess other teams are going to start letting linebackers play quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's 6-1 uh, and one as a starter now, and it's very uncon- uh, unconventional, as we all know. Yeah, but it's it's like baseball. It, you know, it, it, you know, like in baseball, the guy gets hot. Then you know, go, when he goes through the league a second time, let me, yes. let me see what happens. When they figure him out. When they figure out that prohibition era offense, fucking pitch it to fucking Curly or Larry. They need to. I saw the guy. I saw that offense on the Three Stooges one time. <laughs> hey, lateral it to me, Mo. <laughs> I'm sorry, we, we missed that. What was that? I'm sorry, Chris. We were lucky. If Tebow plays like this, no black guys on the field. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and he loves his God. He wants everyone to know how much oh, yeah. he loves God. Well, you know. No, in defense of him, God actually decided to back a shitty football player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's working for him. What was Phil going to say? In defense of Tebow, he he talked about Jesus in college. He hasn't done it yet. They just keep putting the camera on him when he uh, starts speaking in tongues every time they uh, kick a field goal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, like God really cares. Sounds like an auctioneer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I just know everybody. <laughs> I, everybody in the red states is so are so excited. This is, has got to be their, their their guy for like the like the last twenty oh, years. Oh yeah, very religious and, he and he's a, winning. He wears a vest. He's yeah. clean cut. He's into Jesus. He's pretty, a good boy. Pretty amazing what he's doing. Though. Unbelievable. <laughs> well, Chris, obviously, uh, you know, fucking Patrice. We're all just obviously. You want me to replace Patrice, and I accept. Yes, <laughs> come on in. We're, we're sick over it. It's this is uh, everyone has been saying how rough this one is. This is just a rough one. It is a rough one because, I mean, first of all, people don't realize how full of life this guy was. Yep, yep. <laughs> like, like, just absolutely filled up a room when he walked in a room, and he was so funny, and he was just, he was just figuring out what he did. You know what I mean? He was just figuring out how to take that thing he did mm. in the restaurant and put it on stage, you know what I mean? Yes. The thing he did off stage was coming on stage, and he was, you know, it's it's it's, it's like the comedic Lynn Bias, if anything, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, like mm. this guy was really getting ready to, to, we were all getting ready to have work for Patrice O'Neill. That's basically huh. what was getting ready to happen. He, he was figuring it all out right in front of our eyes. He was uh. He was there, man. Yeah, I know. When when Elephant in the Room came out, I was excited for him, and I was nervous. I was like, is he going to make me look like a child? Because, like, he was that. <laughs> like, it was literally what he was saying. I almost felt like once it was his to take once he just decided he wanted it. That's it. That's the level. That's yeah. what I always told funny. him. Yeah. Right, right. When I he... always told him, like, look around. Do you see anybody as funny as you? Really? Really? <laughs> Yeah, uh, Jimmy said it last week. He could be funny with anyone. You can't think of one person he wouldn't be as funny or funnier. Like any yeah. a, any comic, you could put him in the room with who's ever worked, and he would be comfortable being funny with them. Yes, 
Yes, I mean, we're all established guys here. Is any one of us, does any one of us really want to follow the guy? <laughs> right, no. No, he used to hold uh, court with, he actually was so funny, he could get comedians who are always trying to top people's stories to actually shut up and become audience members. Yeah. <laughs> like that time he went at it with the, the transvestite out in front of that. Oh, God, I forgot about that. Dude, it was literally just some transvestite was coming down the street and he was just in one of those moods where he felt like fucking with somebody and he fucked with this transvestite. And she immediately came right back at him. Said, remember that line? She said, you got so many spaces between your teeth, looks like your tongue's in jail. <laughs> that's, what, that's what started it. Jesus Christ. And he hit her with shit just as big. Dude, and we just sat there. It was like, it was a comedic version. You ever see that, that tape of Biggie when he was just got in that rap battle in the middle of, like, the purest yeah, right, form? Right, It was like the purest form of comedy. There was no security. There was no crowd. Like, a crowd just developed around it, what the around fuck the was happening and he just sat there and you know she hit him with a couple of stock lines and he like ali leaned on the ropes let the he she punch <laughs> herself out and then he just fucking destroyed her and but it was it was unbelievable i remember uh just really in that moment going this guy is like this guy's he is truly special mm -hmm. you know you're really not you're really not gonna see another one that was a one-off yeah that was yeah. it He's fucking, his ability, I showed my parents, my parents were up visiting this week, and I showed them Elephant in the Room, because they didn't know who Patrice was, they just knew that he was, I had a friend that passed or whatever, and uh, I showed it to him, my dad's a Catholic church deacon, <laughs> and my dad was red-faced and laughing hysterically at Patrice going, why can't we have harassment day, you know, excuse me, how, I always want you to know, would you suck my dick in the broom closet? Like, the fact that he can make a fucking man of the cloth laugh as hard as like bill or me or any you know whatever it's fucking it's uncanny man uncanny ability there was nothing better than seeing patrice meet somebody for the first time who was like impressed with themselves and they thought they were on some oh. level of accomplishment i saw him one time he made this fucking white dude a 50 year old guy you could just tell he ran a company or something and he just was so used to running shit as he sat in the crowd he had this vibe like he was running it, even though he was at the show. Like you were performing for him. You know, Patrice got on stage. He just, he, he didn't have to meet the guy. Just sensed that he made this guy so fucking mad. I was actually standing behind the guy, and I could see the anger in the back of his head <laughs> and his shoulders. You know, Patrice had that laugh when he was really getting you that. Oh, what? yeah. He enjoyed it. Sounded like a, sounded like a fucking trumpet. <laughs> yeah. And he's just yeah. laughing in this guy's face, and then he finally said something like, you look like you want to fire me, but you can't. And that was the one that just, that was the one that just fucking Christ. leveled the room. And I'm so fucking sad about this shit. I, I, I couldn't wait for him to get big because I wanted to see those TMZ guys to try to fuck with him at the airport. Like sure. how much he would have enjoyed that and destroyed him. And they yep. would. I, I just, it's just, it's the worst fucking thing ever. It's yeah, it's horrible. There's so many things that were, you know, are gonna happen that you would just love to know what his take was gonna be on it. You, uh, um, Chris, you helped him too in a weird way because. When you were on the show at K-Rock with us and Patrice was in, and it kind of turned into an intervention because you were telling him that, like, you wanted him for your show and, you know, it, it just, he might have been hard to be around. And you told him kind of with love and with, and, and that really... I think it changed him. It absolutely changed him. I love the guy. I, you know, he's just one of those guys that, so the moment he started getting out of his own way... That's exactly it. It, it. it was all going to open up for him, and and that's what was happening. And I, when I was on the show, and, and by the way, what what I did on the show is what I did to every time I saw him. Right. I was like, "Buddy, <laughs> you're funnier than everybody. Jesus. Embrace it. Come in. 
Smile. Don't, don't worry. The white man does, is not going to beat your ass today. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You know? And I, I, he loved putting a spark to a bridge, though. <laughs> he loved putting a spark to a bridge. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Burn a bridge like that guy. Oh, amazing. And it was fucking hilarious, but, like, also, you'd just know, be like, what are you oh, doing? Why? Yeah, it's like, why cross it first, then burn it. <laughs> yeah. We're Jimmy all like, not every bridge. Cross it first, then right. burn it. Right, right. <laughs> Did he ever tell you that story when he went into CBS? which was like a notoriously cold room during this era. It was like you walked in, they had the lights low, like that guy who ran that team in the natural. You know what I mean? Like the fucking baseball owner. You would just go in there, dude, like already sweating. You'd start tap dancing, and they wouldn't give it up for anything. And he walked in there, maybe tap dance for half a second, and right in the middle of the meeting, you know, you're pitching a show to get a deal. There's an yeah. invisible bag of money sitting there, and he just says, fuck it, and he starts looking at every executive there and starts pointing at everybody. You don't like me, you don't like me, and you don't like me. Just started trashing him. Yeah, Unknown comic. And I was, I was laughing my ass off. I'm like, Priest, do you realize that that story was on the other side of Hollywood before you even got back to your <laughs> rented Dodge Neon? Why would you do that? And he's like, man, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I'm fucking going to sit there and 3,000 miles to have you staring at me? Because you got, cause you got a desk. The audition for Everybody Hates Chris. Didn't know his lines. Like, y'all don't want me. I'm like, I was dying to give him the part. Oh. Jesus, can you imagine? Yeah, he was defensive sometimes when he didn't need to be. Like, uh, like he, I think sometimes he, he didn't understand how much people would just love him or how much people enjoyed him. Um, he knew he was so funny, but, you know, look, everybody else, he's, you know, he's a comedian. He's fucking got major problems like we all do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think he never understood that, man, people really will embrace you, and they don't mind your shitty, cynical, you're, like, you're, you're so funny, people will just love you. We used to joke about the supreme confidence that hacks have. You know what I mean? Uh, they just never, they never question their talent. They just never they do. Never question their they just always, they go on stage with supreme confidence in their their fucking prolific mediocrity. Always coming out with another special. Always feel like, yeah, America needs to hear this. And then you get a guy like Patrice, where it's like, dude, you talking to yourself in the shower should be a fucking album. And you, you're trying to get the dude off the. I don't know, man. That's it's, that, that's probably gonna, you know. It just fucking yeah. hurts. Because he was about to do it on his terms too. You know, we talk about all the bridges he burned, but he was about to do it on his terms. Mm -hmm. Finally, hey, Chris. Oh, sorry, Chris. The other, the other moral of the story is, uh, you know, despite you know Biggie being you know so big and heavy D and all that. Hey, fat's not good. Yeah. yeah right. Yep. Yeah. And just because. You're popular and you get laid. It doesn't mean you're healthy. <laughs> God damn! I know. Uh, you know yeah, Louis was saying that. Off of chicken wings from the Chinese restaurant. <laughs> Louis was saying he, he's just pissed at himself for not going over there and saying, "Hey, asshole, what are you doing to yourself?" I think people tried. To be honest, with yeah. You. Patrice is smart enough to know. Yeah, they he's tried. not a dumb guy. He he, he knew. Um, but it's like anything else. When someone's drinking too much or smoking cigarettes, it's. Death is like an intangible, faraway thing. You know it's there, but it's not. Right. It's not like a gun pointed at you. Do you know last last night somebody from England, a comedian from England, this is how much this guy's love, flew all the way over here on his own dime to come to the funeral today, and he was telling this story. They were doing a TV taping in London, so of course Patrice doesn't give a fuck. He's treating this like you know Europe's Friday night videos. He doesn't give a shit, right? And for some reason they had a book in the green room. I guess that was it had a list of all these comedians that were so far down the ladder they didn't have a manager or an agent they just had their phone number 
their home phone number. So Patrice, oh, wow. instead of preparing for his set, starts calling these <laughs> guys over in England. <laughs> he called one guy up at a puppet. And he goes, yeah, how much uh, to book the puppet? <laughs> I just want to get the puppet. I don't, I don't want to book you. He asked another guy, how much do, would it cost to get you to just stop? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Yeah, so nobody was paying attention to the taping. They were all gathering around Patrice once again, holding court. And yeah, everyone yeah. just laughing. Like, call another one, oh, call another man. one. Just this... effortless. I totally butchered that story. But no, no that's, this... that's him. That is him. Funny, man. The same guy. God. It's Brendan Burns, is who you're talking about. Yeah, English comic. yeah Brendan Burns. We were, at the, we were doing the Nasty Show in Montreal, and Brendan came over to hang out backstage, and he was, he was going off about English comedy and how good the scene is, and Patrice just goes, English comedy stinks. <laughs> and did a 10-minute just improv <laughs> sketch of an English comedy club, and he's just oh, going, no. come and to the stage, Ian Iglepuss. <laughs> and he's just making up these ridiculous things. Like, oh, bo, 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 bo. Uh, get the fuck out of here. Y'all are 30 years behind us. I was the king of England when I went over there. It was so fucking funny, man. Uh, motherfucker. Yeah. And you're God like, wow, damn. I wish I had anything in my act half that fucking funny. Yeah. And he just said that all off the top of his goddamn head for 10 minutes. And that was, you know, it was almost like he didn't even write. That was the big <laughs> thing about the trees. He didn't know what was his yeah, material go, go, that go he with wrote? That, Opie. Go with I'm that. Serious. <laughs> no, he didn't. He just. You don't like, think he wrote it all, it's right? It's like Jay Z. Jay Z. I heard he just is all in his fucking head. Right. The same thing. He, he, I don't think I, I've known him twenty years. Never saw him go. Hey, I got to go into CVS and get a notebook. <laughs> right. <laughs> Never saw him uh, with a laptop. Special though. I don't. I don't care what he says. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there were so many times on the radio show we would say, "Please save that for the air." That's amazing. Like he, he didn't, he, he couldn't stop. We'd go to break, and he was just as funny, just hanging. Oh out. yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't yeah, seen Elephant right. in the Room because I don't watch stuff that you know. You just don't want to see what the guys you know are doing. Because it really it's, is fucking good. Man. I watched a clip. I just the a clip yeah. about being mean to animals, and it was like, God, a fucking yeah. right. it was oh. great. Yeah, he nailed it. Mm -hmm. You never want to understand that it. your peer. Is so great, like you know what I mean. No, nobody recognizes that they're they're working with with such greatness, and, and it's like when someone dies, then you reflect. Right. But while you're seeing it, you don't realize. He's it's like, God damn. He's got a CD coming out called Mr. P. Mr. Too, P. Yeah. That he was putting together. This isn't one of those things where the family rushed out because uh, you know he died. Oh no, he was he was responsible this is, for. This it. is something he wanted out there, and uh, yeah, they're taking pre-orders now. And and Jonathan said the other day, it's brilliant. This thing, Mr. P, is brilliant. Yeah, and it's available on iTunes and uh, Amazon now for pre-order if you guys want to go out and get it. And the money's going to the family. Yeah, the, the, the CD company actually switched the deal to give his family more yep. money. They, they think they're taking a lower percentage. Yep. Hey, was any, anybody else on that benefit we did that one time for the rescue dogs? No. Yeah, was that a Steinberg no. gig? That we did this gig, and it was like we show up, you figure it's for rescue dogs, we're working for free, everyone's going to be paying attention. It was this Manhattan just who's who shit. And nobody was paying attention. The only two people paying attention were two cast members of Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. This is like fucking eight years ago. And uh, so I go up first, and like an idiot, I go right into my act, and I just immediately start bombing. Nobody's paying attention to me. I'm working for free. And all I can hear is Patrice laughing oh, shit, yeah. at the back of the fucking thing, right? Each one of us tried to adjust somehow to kill and none of us could we all ate our balls and then patrice went up there and opened with talking about how he had a puppy for breakfast and went through the whole preparation of it <laughs> and just pissed everybody off in the room and then went, right when he had everybody listening he just trashed everybody in the room and this whole thing so the lady who ran the event with her Fine. i run shit fucking dress she had on was telling him she goes she told him to get off the stage 
He's just going, and he's going, no, I'm not getting upset. She goes, she goes, I put this thing together. He goes, bitch, I don't give a fuck. And he just kept going. Oh, so then, man. No, he, he wouldn't get off the stage. That's and then they, they turned off the microphone. No. And there was a piano on stage. So he sits down at the piano and starts playing the piano, which he can't. And I remember he's just sitting there banging it. And as she's yelling at him, he just looked over, the impish smile ever, just looking over, smiling. And I was just so fucking happy he did it. And I was so mad that I didn't think to fucking why I went up there like a hat in hand. <laughs> hey, my dad's wacky and just ate my balls. It was it was I mean I pair of uh, that's brilliant. He, he was one of those friends, one of those comedians who could be your fucking hero in any given moment by doing something like that. Yeah. Like God <laughs> damn it, I love the fact that he fucking had the balls. He was uh Oh. He was very. He was impossible to own Patrice because there's nothing you could dangle in his face mm. that he couldn't walk away from. Like he literally could, yeah. could not Obviously. be controlled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you remember when the seller tried to kick him out? The seller kicked him out, and then we all he hung around the corner, so we would all do our sets and then leave. Because we wanted to hang around with them. So Wait a minute, why did the seller kick him out? Yeah. Well, he had an I, argument with Manny, yeah. I think. But it was it was uh, it was it was a mistake. It was a misunderstanding. I, I watched it happen, and Manny mistook. Uh, Patrice was asking him if he had false teeth, and we, 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 <laughs> but like we would tease each other all the time there, and he was it was getting to I, I think that was something Manny was sensitive about because he was seventy, and it was one of the only things I guess that was hit, that was like his Achilles. And Patrice really didn't know. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't saying anything bad about this. No, no, no. Man, I got kicked out for a minute. Everybody, <laughs> at some point, you know, you're 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 late or whatever. You do whatever, and then they they got to throw down the gauntlet. So, mm. so I think he didn't want to come back. I'm saying I think that like he just said fuck this. I'm not going back, and and he just didn't want to go back. Well, all I know is so now we would just all go hang where he was at. So then they had to let him back in. You just you couldn't beat him. Oh, just, so because everybody was leaving Because we were the all going to leave, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, they want people hanging around or whatever, so they had to let them back in. And then he figured that out, going, that was kind of golden handcuffs that they let me back in. So then what he did was he was back in, but he wouldn't put in for spots. And we'd just go down there and hang out. It was always chess with him. Oh, I yeah. 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 It was, it was awesome. you got to respect that, though, man. Yeah. He, uh... He was at Caroline's one night, and, he, and there was a work, like a Christmas party there. Fucking 25 people and their female boss. So, of course, like, you're waiting for it. You're like, when's uh -huh. he going to attack the boss? <laughs> finally, he gets around to it, and he goes, let me tell you all how she likes to get fucked. Oh. <laughs> he goes, see how she wear her hair up in that bun? She likes to let that shit down. She likes a dude to wrap that shit around his fist five, six times <laughs> and pull her head down like a horse and go, bitch, shut the fuck up. <laughs> fuck it. All of her employees are laughing at her. She's staring at Patrice, dude, like Venom. And Patrice just goes, bitch, don't give me boss eyes. I don't work for you. <laughs> fucking maniac. That's fantastic. I'm going to fucking miss him, man. Yeah. yeah. Obviously. God damn. want to thank Chris for calling in. Yeah, Chris, yeah thanks, man. Chris. Thanks for having me. I'm sure I'll see you guys tonight, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is a bummer. But well, you know, what the fuck are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, that's the easy way. Chris to get is around. in great shape, so we're, that, we're good there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm in decent shape. Uh, yeah. let's, let's work on a towel. Yeah. <laughs> he won't stop smoking. I feel like a fucking nudge ant. Every time I see him, I want to just go stop because he, he quit drinking. He's doing good. He's like he looks okay, but fucking he won't stop smoking. Yeah, I just it's like we stop. Fucking stop it. I need one vice. 
Ugh. Yeah, yeah he, he he smokes a lot. He yep. smokes a lot. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's what we do next week. We just pick out a few guys to you know. Guys, yeah. Even though people did say something to Patrice, we always feel like we could have said more. But again, he knew. He was he was the smartest guy in the room. I mean, he he Can't always knew. Twenty four hours. Either, yeah, man. he was going to make his own decisions, and it's it's unfortunate. They said even look with diabetes, even if you're totally thin and you you jog, it can happen. But by overeating and stuff, and you just fucking put the odds through the roof. Yeah, man, you make it much worse. Mm -hmm. yeah. See you tonight, brother. It was good talking to you. Ah, thanks a lot. All right, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Bye, Chris. Chris Rock, everyone. Yeah, that really did help Patrice. I think when Chris. That day he was in because it yeah. got to him because Chris wasn't coming at him like you asshole. He was like, I wanted to give you. It was extremely real. Remember? Yeah. And we I were think, like, whoa. And I think and Patrice, Patrice listened it. too. Yeah. One of the, you know what? One of the only times you watch Patrice actually sit back and listen <laughs> instead no, of would, coming he, back with he, something. He would do that in rare occasions when, uh, and it was always when someone was being brutally honest with him. He would he would actually. Uh, Stop talking and making fun of you for mm -hmm. half a second. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's terrible. And it's 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 you know, look, everybody always says too soon when somebody dies. It's 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 a cliche thing to say. But with Patrice, I've just never seen it more applicable. This was such, yeah. you know, I Geraldo was the first guy I knew in this business to go, and it was very upsetting. But Patrice was the first. I mean, I was friends with Greg, but Patrice was the first guy that I was really like, holy shit, like. This can happen, man. Like mm. it can, you can go before, even though you're loved and respected and have so much to say and and are such a presence, you can go at any fucking time. It's it's really scary, man, and it's it's so upsetting because you know there was like seven more of those it, specials. Welcome there. to middle it, age, Joe. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> middle age is when you realize that life doesn't give a shit. That it right. just it doesn't. You know, right. it, it's upsetting because he was young, but it's also like you're saying, upsetting knowing what he was about to do. Yeah, with his career, it was like you know, so there on was, both levels, it just is just sucks. Yeah, I have so wanted to see that it's, guy go go to that. Uh, <clears throat> it was going to be a whole new group of people who are going to meet him for the first time. Which I tell you, I can't oh, stress yeah. that enough. Watching somebody meet that guy when he was in that fucking mood, which he usually was. <laughs> I just love how he used to pick out. I remember one time this beautiful girl came in and she had this little scar. You can barely fucking see it. Oh, that motherfucker. He, he, he went right for it. Yeah. That's how you doing. Uh, I like that scar you got right there, right? And then immediately she's just all fucking uncomfortable. And just, he just brought it to this fucking real place that she, you know, hadn't probably been in since, you know, I don't know what. And it, you could just, I don't know. Did Take I tell it. that story about him talking, telling that girl to shut up? Wow. Uh, that, could be, voice. that could be a thousand stories. <laughs> Was that at the cellar or no? That time we were at the cellar and that, those girls were all talking. I think I told that when I called in. I'll tell it again. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. It don't matter. So sitting there, like, you know, it's a loud bar and, you know, women, their voices go up. It gets fucking, and he just goes, they sit there talking like, and he keeps glancing over there as he's trying to talk to me. And then he did that glance for an extra second. I'm like, oh, fuck, he's going to say something. <laughs> he's on, and he's he just going. picked out one. And he just goes, ma'am, miss, ma'am. And she finally looks, and she goes, what? And he goes, your voice. <laughs> and she goes, she goes, is it loud? And he goes, it's piercing. <laughs> right? And he just starts, and just basically tells her to shut up. So then these girls are fucking gorgeous, too. So her two friends want to come to her rescue. So all three of them come over to Patrice. I'm like, oh, fuck, how the hell is he going to deal with this? And I don't know what he did. Within 30 seconds, he had them auditioning to figure out who had the best uh, sexy phone sex voice. Holy shit, And they were yeah. auditioning for him, and he was sitting there judging. 
and telling each one of them why, despite their looks, guys didn't find him attractive after like a third date. And he was so in their was wow. Hannibal Lecter. He yeah, was in yes. their fucking heads. Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. He was a psychologist, man. He really was a brilliant, brilliant, intuitive fucking psychologist, man. He just under he read people immediately. He I just, know exactly uh, the way when you describe that. I went, your voice. Yeah, like he would just do that. Your voice, your voice. Yeah. What was better than him shushing people? It's what was funnier than that? Oh. <laughs> he used to do oh. that. I used to do that on the subway. He'd be on the subway, and it'd be jam packed with people, and he'd just go and shh, and everyone would shut up for half a second, and then he would just start laughing. People would get so fucking mad. And he was the one that brought that to the circle, right? Him and Keith Robinson, yeah. too. I could. I never, I sure never sure. heard that before. Yeah. Like, where he could actually he do, so loud. And he could do it so loud. He could do it yeah. in bars, and everybody right. would shut up. Yeah, yeah. And, and they, they all would look around like, where did that they come don't realize from? Realize why they're being shushed. And, and you keep hearing people start going, who keeps doing that? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I would beg him to do it at the cellar. He, from the back of the room, I'd like just shush everybody. It was like asking someone to sing your favorite song, and he would yeah. finally shush, and the whole fucking restaurant would go silent. And he'd be like, why the fuck did we stop talking? Who is that? Dude, it's like you got something on your shirt. Like the person would fall for it every yeah, yeah. fucking time. That's so fucking funny. Oh, I think one time great. I was going out to his house in Jersey. We were, it was way back in the day, you know, we were, struggling. we were on the fucking path train. He did it like fucking nine times to the point I was embarrassed going, please stop doing this. <laughs> <laughs> you never say that to him, no. He's going to just do it more. No, and then I think the oh, entertainment was him watching me be so fucking uncomfortable. Right? uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, God. And he could diffuse almost anything, too. Like, the, even though he was a big guy. He was so fucking... He just had that light, man. He was so fucking charismatic. Like, he mm -hmm. could diffuse any type of aggression. Um, he just knew how to fucking let the air out and, and make... Uh -huh. people, Manny had the same ability. Manny Dwarman. No matter how heated it got, in a second, he could diffuse it, whatever. Almost I, 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 you know something? That's what I loved about Manny the best. Is because I came from that stupid Irish. You get into a fight and then you hold on to it right. for fucking nine years. Yeah. Yeah. He had that thing. He, had a, he, had a, he could actually... Just make it be like that. He come over, you, hey, and you just see that Manny laugh, and you just start fucking laughing. Like, ah, I don't and then you start thinking, this is how we should have done it in my family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Manny had a fight one time, one of our rare fights, like a real argument. I might have told the story already, but Manny, uh, I didn't go into the cellar for 40 days. Uh, I stayed out for over a month. I was so fucking mad at him, and he was mad at me. And I finally went back in. Um, because I just missed it, and, and I, he and I walked by each other, and we just kind of looked at each other and said, hello, hello. And then we were at this, in the back, and it was very <laughs> tense when he was at the table with me. Um, and he said, uh, he said, I have some uh, pictures of you that I want to I give you that I took. And I'm like, okay, thanks. And he goes, let me go get them out of the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> immediately. Immediately everything was okay. He made me laugh. Immediately. He fucking just That's took great. the air. So that was another one. That was another rough one. Manny, Manny was terrible. Manny was the, and you know what I yeah. loved about Manny? Manny, uh, Manny fucking, he loved, he loved people, like, he loved the debate. Loved like, it. he loved sitting there and, like, uh, so he didn't want to be mad at you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I learned a lot about not being an angry psycho just through <laughs> that guy, like, how he had that ability. And interesting enough, Bobby Kelly, living with Bobby Kelly. Bobby's really good at that after you have this epic, Is I'm going to choke, yeah. Really? Choke you to death. That he can actually, you know, yeah, 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 he starts going, listen, dude, bro, and all yeah, that shit. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. and you're like, oh, this fucking idiot. I can't be mad at him. <laughs> yeah, and Bobby, Bobby does the great thing, too, where he'll go, uh, he'll be like, it's okay, dude. I'm sorry I snapped at you, right? And and then, like, he'll be talking to you. He'll go, he'll go, I mean, you know, nobody's got to 
think about that you got all this fucked up shit that you do and it really pisses everybody off or whatever. Like, he'll slip it in. <laughs> oh, man. And you'll, you'll just be going, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And I'll go, I'm fucking with you, stupid. Blah, 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 blah. You know, and you're like, ah, you cocksucker. Like the battered wife. I worry about Bobby, too, with his eating. I mean, we tease him and stuff because we're friends, but it's like, yeah, 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 my friend, it's like, you worry about, like, dude, I said that to him yesterday. We went in. We went in. He's gonna kill me for telling this story, but we went in to go get a fucking sandwich, and you know, I picked out this little bag of chips, and then What's he, that? It, and then he <laughs> picks up this big bag of chips. That? What's that? Oh, yeah. just, just, just more. Okay. It's better big that bag way. of fucking chips. I go, Bobby, you don't need all those. So then he grabbed like two little ones. I go, put one of those back. Two. He did go, two right. little. Yeah. I don't know what he's. Uh, he, look, we were we went the other day. I made him walk with me to the Levi's store. Uh, More fucking jeans? Like pants you know, and you knees. Like, what are you doing? Are you raping women and you're throwing jeans out when you're finished? He's the jean killer. I, um, <laughs> the blue jean killer. The blue jean killer. The Pepsi Cola rapist. For each trophy, he needs a new pair of jeans. Ah, uh, come on, guys. That's just dark. Yeah, he has a bunch of jeans with cum and blood. Fucking <laughs> right. long blonde and hair. Samples. And it all yeah. came out of the same hole. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I made him walk. I had to return some <laughs> But pants. seriously, folks. I had to <laughs> I think, come on, I had to go for it. I had to return some pants, and uh, I made him want. I was with him and Don, or his wife, for breakfast, and uh, and I'm, I go, I got to return some pants. Come with me. And his wife's like, yeah, you should go. And we're walking, and he's yelling at me, fucking stupid cocksucker. I want to. And I go, dude, do you understand? I care about you. This is good that we're doing this. And we went into Starbucks. I'm like, don't get, like, I'm not trashing them. I'm like, don't get any fucking cookies, dude. Yeah. Like, I'm worried about you. It's like watching. Don't do it. Because Bobby's a compulsive guy like I am with sex and like, you know, like, like everyone is. But he, he just, the food's such an addiction, man. And it's a fucking hard one. It's it's hard because you cannot, we've talked about it, but you can't be fucking abstinent from food. Yeah, you got to eat some. And it's like, uh, it's like, I worry about him. Like, come on, dude. Because I, I took some, I sent some pictures of me, Bobby, and Patrice from Brazil. <laughs> Um, you know, I, I was just going through some photos. Was Bobby a lot thinner back yeah, then? Yeah, man. And it's like he has the ability to get thin. He really yeah. does. Because Bob's oh, yeah, like a we've fucking. Seen it. Yeah. He can just lock on to like working out and work out. You know, he, he can do it. Yeah, it's on or off with him. Yeah, yeah. I just want to see him do it for his own health. It's like. Did it, 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 <laughs> what is the theme from Fat Cell? This is what he's, he's whatever the fuck that is. Yeah, there you go. Dude, I'm with sugar, dude. I'm fucking hitting the gym, dude. <laughs> Doing sit ups. Did it, dude. Did it, dude. Got a weight loss app for Getting my shitted, iPhone. Dude. Gonna get my fucking abs. That last like. He really is at that level of fat where he should just have the gray on gray sweatsuit from Sears. <laughs> Oh, God, that's fucking... Uh, right, well, yeah, now that we expressed our concern, let's trash him. Yes, yes. Well, yeah, right, right. you got to do it that way. I've got no concern for uh, Roland. It's a good point. Yeah, you know, uh, you know what? I love Roland. Oh, I'm, Bobby's one of my Roland close, knows. Well, yeah, yeah. friends. I've had I've had sit downs with Roland. He knows. Yeah, yeah. he knows. He he scares me. Dude, food is fucking terrible. He scares me. Roland, I say, Roland was just... We, when we were watching that baby calf get birthed, 
uh, given birth to in a cute little calf face, and <laughs> Roland just goes, all I see is veal. <laughs> uh, hey, Roland. What's Bro, up with what's my stress? <laughs> we oh, he blames us. We don't Get like your Jets hat. Here. Yeah, what's up with the Jets hat, the new Jets hat? What are you wearing that for? What are you, why are you wearing that? It's fucking horrendous. You don't have the right head for that. Patrice would have looked great in that head. Yes, he, he would have. Oh, uh, yeah. I know. We can, yeah. Are you uh, loving the Jets? Yeah. We're a little nervous with the Sanchez. Just for your Jets. He did all right yesterday, right? Yeah. Dude, the Jets can. They know the how to win lost. in the end, though. They're seven and five. I, uh, I I wouldn't want to play those guys. Packers are rough. Oh, the Packers are great. Packers are ridiculous. Yeah. The Niners don't count them out. No, the th Niners. I think if they, if, they, if they had a quarterback. Is Drew Brees not good? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Now you're thinking. I'm thinking Saints. Niners. Well, let me put my two cents into this. You don't like football. No. Hello, boy, Joe. I, I'm telling you something. I'm a guy. It's Niners. a good year. It's a good year for football, I say, man. Would you just, would you just I, I mentioned Drew Brees because uh, he did, but I was thinking Saints. I haven't seen a player like Drew Brees since, uh, I would say, Namath was the last time I've seen somebody like play like Drew Brees. Let me beat Bill. I'm, 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 I'm very I'm serious. I'm very serious. Who said that, Joe? Oh, you didn't hear the Joe. whole conversation. Who said that? You're repeating it. <laughs> Drew, Drew Brees is... Oh, Joe. He's the old stuff. Uh, <laughs> All right. I thought that was going to be... What's the matter, Joe? Oh. You tired of being left out of the conversation? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's her. Yeah. <laughs> it's really mean, but really true and funny. <laughs> you laugh get, and it hurts. The eyes get real squinty. Yeah. Oh, and he doesn't look at oh, you. He looks at my guy. What's the matter, Joe? This one too. Oh, Jesus, Joe. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> nice long Jesus. Yeah. Just a fucking. Nah, you got to sit like that, Joe. <laughs> I can't tell if you're doing me or an 80, 80 year old uh, fucking vaudeville guy. Hey, I. I did Vaudeville I, guy. I, I, didn't, I really didn't have the reference. I was trying to think of that. that what the hell did they Poughkeepsie? What the fuck did all those old Jewish guys go? Oh, Catskills. Catskills. Bill. That was what I was looking for. Old, yeah. old Vaudeville guy. Yeah, I wanted to ask you, when you were telling that Patrice story about the, uh, the, you know, the animal thing, and you said you wish you did that, yeah. was that before the Philly thing? Yeah. Because you had your moment where you, you turned it in Philly. Oh, yeah, I mean, show. look, I, I, it's not like I hadn't snapped on crowds, but right. I was so, like... It was different. It was a benefit, and I was sitting there, and there was there was some people there. Somebody oh, from NBC so, was there, so I was in this oh, fucking. Yeah. So you felt like you know what? I even if I want to, I I just can't. Go I have there. to be a professional, gotcha. right. I and I, I felt like uh, gotcha. it was. I made. I, I basically kept giving them respect when they were showing me none. So I, I <laughs> it was one of the worst feelings. Now I understand. That's yeah. Now what you just said it, it's it's not about. You it, thought there was way too the the people were way too important in the audience to yeah. You know, the fuck around. Cast with. from TV shows were there. Gotcha. Everyone was dressed up. This was you know I didn't have a like any sort of agent going. Maybe somebody from CAA is here. Like yeah, I was it, I was in that stupid. No, it was a great give story. Me a deal. It was a great story, but I was confused because I'm like, nah, Bill would fucking do that. But now I get it. Patrice now addressed it. it the way you wished you had addressed it as a comic. Like, ah, he was yeah. being... Yeah, I've been there, too. And man. also, I grew into that. Like, Patrice came in <laughs> like, like that. that. He came yeah, in was, like that. He actually had to that tone it down and remember to do material. Standard equipment. <laughs> with him. They yeah. should like you. Yeah. yeah. No, he, from day one, doing stand-up, was already there. It took me, it took me years. Mm. And, you know, obviously getting to see a guy his caliber, it was, uh, you know... Ah, it's the worst, worst, his laugh, fucking day ever. We've talked about his big yeah. dumb laugh, 
But anybody that thinks Patrice ever. was mean, when you when you made him laugh like that, like you you really felt like a funny person. Oh you know? yeah, yeah. It was like when he fucking let go. Like you that's know. the guy I think of when I think of Patrice. Not mean or I and mean, people have had horrible experiences with him because he he, he 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 was at times. Uh, fucking, uh, believe me, there's a lot of people not sad today. I, I said there's many happy and sad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He was mean to certain comics unnecessarily, and um, you know, look. At, at one point, he went back and started apologizing to guys because he felt bad about the interactions he had had. Like he has a conscience, but he gave you respect, man. You know, he gave you that over-the-top laugh saying, fuck, that was funny, man. If something was funny, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think one of the hardest I saw anybody make him laugh was the time Voss did that bit. Hey, you know, what time is it? He, there was this Asian guy walking down the street. Like, I don't know, he's in the middle of moving, and he had all these boxes. And the joke is you basically go, hey, what time is it? And as the guy looks down at the watch, you walk away. Sure. And just the look of exasperation because the guy had to adjust the weight of the boxes. Like, I thought Patrice was, was going to fall down. Was that in front of Boston? The Boston, yep. remember that? And yep. he was... He, he like he actually started running. He was laughing so hard. If you can imagine yeah. trying to run away from the he, laugh, he yeah. ran like like <laughs> from his own laugh and yeah. like leaned on this car and was laughing so hard. And the laugh was so great. I remember thinking like I wish I I could make him laugh that hard because yeah, that is yeah. like and, and it was that you know it, it was out there in the streets. So it was echoing off the buildings. It was just. It yeah, just was great. fucking, it was awesome. Yeah, anytime you made him laugh, it was just fucking gold. Oh, it's like, oh, man, okay, good. Patrice is laughing? I, kinda, I, can be, I can be funny at some point. <laughs> the impish smile, too, you're right. That impish, there was that fucking, that weird, like, uh, I know I'm yeah, being yeah. naughty fucking he, smile. He knew exactly what he was doing yeah. at all fucking yeah. times. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> his disdain for authority, I fucking, <laughs> fantastic. I, I loved it. Yeah. I fuck. I remember one time we were driving. We used to drive down to New York in my piece of shit truck. I had this '83 Ford Ranger, vinyl seats. You know, we leaned all the way to one side because he's like <laughs> could barely shift the thing, right? And uh, I remember getting we got pulled over by the cops. And I'm just typical white guy. I'm like, I was speeding. Yeah. He got me. Fuck it. And I'm sitting there next. And the guy comes to the window. I just see. Pat I can feel Patrice oh. staring a hole through this guy. To the point, I'm like, I'm gonna get the shit kicked out yeah, of me because, because of this. I was speeding. The speed yeah. limit is fucking 55. I was doing 75. Stop <laughs> staring at this guy. And Patrice goes. He had like this whole coat of on. It's the way. It's the way he's talking to you right now. Oh, I man. fucking hate these cops. And then it became this whole topic of race on the way down that I don't get it. <laughs> and I was just like, dude, you know, they're kind of dicks to us, too. Yeah, yeah. And they it's... also have to come to the car and be worried that they're not going to get shot. So they have to have... So I was obviously taking the cop side, and it was just like... I remember I, I had no saliva left in my mouth. <laughs> like five, you know, he could just out-debate you. I think we just, we, we just stopped talking by the time we got there. But, but we had this one moment on the trip that we always got a big kick out of. There's this tunnel that you go through in the uh, Merritt Park. Way. And we used to always joke that it was this James Bond kind of tunnel. So one time we were going down there through there, and he actually brought the James Brown, uh, James, Brown the James Bond soundtrack cassette. This is how long it is. And he popped it in, and right as we go to the tunnel, I was like, bow, 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 bow. and we were driving through. And then when he went, we both looked at each other, and we were in a spine. We became like, became this fucking tradition. Every time we drove down, we'd be in the middle of talking. We both knew we were going to do oh, it. Great. Nobody said anything. And then we would, one time we, we were driving down with Bobby Kelly, and that was the best because he had no idea. And we were sitting there talking, but, and, you know, she sees motherfuckers, blah, blah, blah. And we got to the bridge, and we go, shut up, Bob. We popped it in, and it's like, going down, down, down. And Bob <laughs> just starts doing that high-pitched laugh. What the fuck? <laughs> and then we just looked at each other, came out the other side, and it was, Bobby laughed for like 10 miles. It was fucking, <laughs> it was, told me it that was story. awesome. Uh, it, was, it was fucking, we had uh, so many. Funny. 
So many great times, man. He told yeah. me about you guys doing that recently, and he was telling me, he goes, he goes, dude, they would drive through the tunnel, dude, and as soon as they hit the tunnel, they'd go, da 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 And I go, what the fuck are you talking? What are you singing? No, we put, and he we goes, put, James Bond, dude! <laughs> no, we had it down, and right when it go, ba-na-na-na, we both look at you each other. You look at each other. And then when it, when it, when it, it was like, da na na we'd look away back, go, that's fucking cool. That's hilarious. That's awesome. like a movie. Yeah, and when Bobby saw it, dude, I'm telling you, he laughed for fucking ten miles, going, "What the fuck is wrong with you guys?" And it was, uh, <laughs> it was awesome. And then we went down to New York, and me and Bobby felt like little kids. And Patrice just walked in and immediately started trashing the club owners. And I, I, I was just, and I remember thinking, like, how does he think he's going to get in? <laughs> yeah, doing this, and then he would because. He just had the, uh, he would literally de-pants these guys, and they were just like, they're yeah. so used to being like, everybody just groveling, and Patrice would just come in and just, you know, bring them and down could, to bedrock. He could back any shit up with charm and charisma, mm -hmm. which is fucking, like, no one has both of those things, where you can be a... <laughs> utter prick oh, and then be charming have. yeah well we have the prick part but that charming part we're all a little lacking uh, but, he, on it. but he was funny he was almost funny at will and that was what got him out of it was because yeah. you couldn't argue that this guy is not hilarious like yeah. everyone you couldn't he uncomfortable situations he can make people laugh at mm -hmm. all the time like just start to start trashing somebody where nobody knows him he didn't care <laughs> he didn't give a fuck and then people would listen and start laughing i saw him he trashed one time we were at montreal comedy festival and the original star of law and order really well respected actor he passed away <laughs> he came mm -hmm. walking up and i was like all in awe and patrice started making fun of his fucking raincoat and the guy loved it he just, like, he immediately was got... Was that Orbach guy? Yeah. The I old think, guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Jerry? Who literally Jerry looked Orbach. like... I think it's Jerry, yeah. Yeah, and that yeah, was the thing. Matters. Like, when people immediately got Patrice, like, that was that was another, like, a whole nother level. Yeah, right? yeah. Because then you immediately saw, oh, I bet this guy breaks balls, too. Like, he totally... <laughs> he, he didn't have, like, uh, that vibe, like, I'm the star of a TV show. He immediately thought it was fucking funny. And then I, then Patrice had that thing that like that's how people didn't realize that's how you got to him that if you actually could laugh at a trash and that then you'd get that that side of Patrice where he he showed you what a big hearted guy he was yeah 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 god damn oh and it just gets sadder by each story it it really yeah. does yeah. fucking horrible there was some wonderful savage beatings. Some fucking <laughs> verbal beatings and we've all been on the receiving end of them and oh. I don't think I ever got over that that bus beating. All oh, right, you know, and Kevin and, and them uh, came in and told that story, and this is what I never told, because I was sworn to secrecy. I got after that trashing, I was still going to do the gig, because in my world it was an easy gig. Just to tell the listeners, it was basically you had to stand up on a bus, on a bus yeah. to Yankee Stadium, and they 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 pay you like five hundred bucks, and you get a free World Series ticket. And they were all Braves fans, so I'm like, that's the easiest fucking gig ever. All I got to do is just stand there every time I have a problem. I go, Jeter sucks. So, hey, look at the tits on her. And I would be fine. But they pounded me so bad for 45 minutes. I was still going to do it because I didn't give a fuck. But in the end, Patrice said, he said, Bill, you're a friend. He goes, I, I can't let you do that. <laughs> he goes, I will stand in front of that bus. <laughs> I let you do that. He goes, you, ha you make enough money. Just buy a fucking ticket if you want to go. And I just remember that going like, oh, I should really have some sort of respect for myself. And that's what made me stop. And then I, this is where I was sworn to secrecy is I passed that gig on to somebody else and they did the gig. I'll let them tell it if they ever come on this show. And, uh, I asked them the next day, I go, I go, I go, how was the game? He goes, oh, it's fucking awesome. I go, I go, how about the, how was the gig? He goes, 
Dude, it was brutal. I'm not gonna lie. He goes, he goes. I ran out of shit. We hit traffic. Oh no! <laughs> no. no. Traffic. To, I didn't take into consideration there was gonna be right. traffic going to a World so Series you, game at the Bronx. You had to perform for the whole ride, no matter how long the ride lasted. Oh, it wasn't like you're on. I don't think Patrice oh, was shit. ever was ever funnier. He said, he goes. So when they bring you up, are you gonna come out of the bathroom? Or he goes, are you gonna walk up those little stairs? <laughs> uh, the one of my favorite ones. He said, he goes, he was. In Doing an impression of me after uh, after at the end of the end of the uh, the gig, I was going to be standing up, going like, "This is going to be a visual joke." But you know, thanks a lot, everybody. You guys have been great. And then I sit down with my back to the crowd, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, as, and as they all get up, I'm looking over my shoulder, going, "Oh, thanks a lot." And you know, just one of those things. It was the easiest thing to trash somebody for, and then all the fucking Mount Rushmore people. Of trashing, Norton was there, Voss was there, Keith was there, little Patrice Kev. and Little Kev. Oh shit, dude! And two of them, oh. I never, I, I never recovered. They literally did a headlining set, <laughs> and it was one of those awful nights at the cellar where there was only it was like like a third full. So there was every, people who didn't even know me were hearing it, and they were either <laughs> laughing. I, one girl looked at me and she went. Oh, like she saw me. Dude, I just was sitting at the bar, shifting my weight. And all I wanted to do from 30 seconds in was run out of there. And I just, I couldn't. I had to sit, because that's the rules. I had to sit there and take yeah. it through. And every time I thought it was going to end, somebody else would just come back with something else. And it just, dude, I'm telling you, that one, the Eddie Ift. Oh, my God. Was that, that was one. That, were you there for that? It was, was when uh, Patrice... A comedian Eddie F. Who's a funny guy, but Patrice killed him one time. They argued about something, and it was so bad. Me and Voss were there, and like literally, we didn't even. You just want to jump in on a teasing. We couldn't even jump in on a teasing. It was. It felt abusive almost like, to oh, jump yeah, like, in. Wow. Yeah, some, somebody jumped in. That we need to call him to make sure he's okay. Eddie, I actually, out of all everything we said, summed up Patrice in a great way. One time, he goes, "Sometimes I would walk into the cellar, and I would just think, fuck." He saw me, <laughs> which I thought was exact because I used to feel that. I used to feel that like you would oh, come walking shit. in and you would literally like, dude, you used, before you'd walk in, you'd look at your clothes going, okay, is everything straight? <laughs> is my gonna, hat? Is my hair fucking rail me about this oh, one dude, really bad? I yeah. have closets full of clothes that got retired <laughs> from the <laughs> trashing. And I, I gotta be honest, dude. Like as much as I do that shit on stage, I'm not that guy off stage. Like Norton and those guys really. Were those guys, and I used nice to, shirt, I yeah. used to oh, really, right. he take a fucking pounding down there. He I was really trashing did. some guy's hoodie one night. I forget who the comic was. We're in front of the cellar, and Patrice was trashing his hoodie so bad. And he's going, look at his nigga's hoodie. Look at his nigga's hoodie. Right? And he goes, he goes, take that shit off, man. Take that fucking hoodie off. And the dude unzipped it, and he was wearing, like, a spandex shirt underneath. Oh, and he goes, shit. put it the fuck back on. Put it back on, man. And it was like... The, it was like so. It was so fucking oh, fast no. and so insulting. Like boom, 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 boom. <laughs> we were laughing so fucking hard. I love hard. when he used to call like older white people the N word when he was mad at them, <laughs> yeah. and he would talk to them like it was some dude on the street. And they, they, so he would be coming at them like forty different ways that they didn't know how to handle. You can only see their clothes moving and the pounding that they were taking from the guy. And uh, totally, man. Oh. I never said that, dude. Now that everybody's fucking dropping, utmost respect for like the the quickness you get. Norton has. And, oh, and, and all those guys, man, Jesus they just fucking Christ, yeah. Yeah, it's just really. A... Uh, one of my best laughs I ever had was on this show when you you called somebody a zilch, and I literally <laughs> the way he said it, I swear to God, like three weeks later, I was eating like raisin bran, and the shit came out of my nose. I don't know why I was thinking it. I think as you were eating like a breakfast sandwich, 
I was eating breakfast. Some, there's some sort of fucked up connection. I was sitting there with Nika, and I was eating fucking something. I just thought, he went on you know, one of those Norton rants. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Fucking zilch. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Shit just came out of my nose. So. Thanks, man. I don't know. Seriously, dude. Yeah, it was so, the most, uh, it was about moving up to the city with you, guys, with you guys already being, was one of the most intimidating things you could ever do. Because you walk into the, you know, you come from the open mic scene in Philly. <laughs> And you go, all of a sudden you're like it's your first night in New York. You walk into the cellar. It's Norton, Burr, Patrice, Bobby, Voss, DePaulo, Keith, oh, Keith, Geraldo, oh, yeah. oh, I forgot DePaulo. And oh, you're yeah. just like you know, <laughs> oh, it's that we're not in Kansas moment. Not to use yeah. a cliche, but I mean, it's yeah. like you know, and just watching that, you're just like, I better shut the fuck. <laughs> up. Yeah, don't yeah. talk. <laughs> Dude, I, I gotta tell you something. Oh. The amount of comics who came down there and took one ass beating. And just hit out up at the strip <laughs> and the fucking uh, 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 stand up New York for the rest of their and time just there. Never fucking never came, came back. back down, dude. Like it was a serious caning. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, you never really got beaten into the gang. It just it just kept, yeah. it just continued to happen. I remember nights even Keith. Remember that night Keith was wearing something, and somebody got him with something so funny. He literally stood up. That's how I got the idea. He literally stood up and ran out of there. And I remember thinking about that bus pounding going, why the fuck did I ever think this shit? Why did I just sit here and take it? Sometimes you got to just leave. Like when you yeah. feel the roll starting and you got to go, you're like, I'm out. I bailed no a few. Right? Yeah. But the worst is when like Artie, Artie will like, they got smart to guys trying to run out and they'll block you. Like you'll try to dash out of the fucking spot. Where the fuck you going? Sit there and take your fucking pounding. Uh, <laughs> Who got me mad one time? I was when I was opening for Dice. It was probably ninety nine or two thousand, and I was at the cellar, and they were killing me for probably for opening for data, you know, right. or whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 Patrice. Patrice was killing you. What was he saying? Oh, he was saying how much of a lackey Norton was to, to fucking Dice. So he started imitating Dice, calling Jim up, going, hey, let's go to the mall. Oh! Fucking pounding the table. Dude, that was a great smashing. And I was, I was overtired because I used to fly home in the morning and land at like 6 p.m. and then go right to the cellar. And uh, it was before, obviously, the morning radio. And I'm sitting there. I think it was Patrice that pulled my chair out. And I was like, don't touch my fucking chair. Like, that's when I decided to get indignant oh, and angry. Yeah, now you're I, yeah, I made it real. Like, don't touch my fucking chair. And that just made the pounding worse. <laughs> <laughs> it just made my beating worse. I had to take it. <laughs> Jesus. So Dude, I remember, like, brother. times of, like, trying to sneak out of there. And you just, you literally... Keith be like, where you going, Barry? You got nowhere to go. Sit down. <laughs> you got nowhere to go. And then you'd be like an idiot. you try to make something up. I got it, y'all. You got an audition for what, stupid? <laughs> You're not getting it. Nobody cares. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Oh, fucking brutal. Sometimes when you're getting beat up, it was fun, though. Like, I literally have been killed by those guys. And you're thinking, like, it is it is fun because I know I'm loved oh, here. Yeah. I'm getting pounded by some of the funniest fucking guys in the country. It was It was kind of... A weird thing to enjoy, like even when yeah, you get killed. You only, he only, I got upset a lot. He only got upset a couple of times, but I don't know what time. Like he was always good nature. I remember time Jim was playing chess with Bobby. Bobby's on the phone too. And uh, fucking uh, Patrice is just being just fucking with Norton. <clears throat> and he goes, uh, he goes, Jim, what would you do if I punched? <laughs> what'd you do if I punched you right in this chin right here? And he, <laughs> and then he just started. Oh, and he just started. 
I don't know. I just watching the way Jim was laughing. I literally learned from you guys because I came from such an angry background where it wasn't done with any sort of love. That's why I sucked at that game because I didn't take it in love. And then I also went right for your jug. I was the guy. Oh, right, yeah. yeah, at least my mom didn't die. That's, that's how I initially played it. So it took me the just took everyone out of it, wrecked the whole Sorry, thing. Yeah, yeah, the whole fucking. Yeah. Bobby was like that too. Like, he, but Bobby had a way of saving it. Well, Bobby, Bobby would go for the jugular, and then then everybody would be like. Jesus Christ, he just go, Bob Kelly. <laughs> Bobby's on the line. Butchered it. Sorry. Bobby. Bobby. Yeah. Bobby. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing, Bobby? How you doing, Bobby. Bobby. I was at that pounding too, bus, Bill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you were there for that one? That was, I was I'm sorry. That you come up to the front, the yellow line, and that's the stage. <laughs> the yellow line. <laughs> I don't know, Bob. I got to admit, it was all kind of a blur, you know? <laughs> I still have brain damage from that one. <laughs> That was an ep that was one of the top. We went over it one night. I remember Patricia's at the cellar. That's <laughs> so funny this, the, that he got kicked out of the cellar and then back in, and then he just refused to play there. That's funny. <laughs> Dude, I heard I didn't I wasn't there for this one, but one an epic one. Bobby got off easy because it was overseas, so none of us saw us. There was oh. something in Amsterdam about a hotel room. You guys went over to do a gig over there. It was you, Keith, and Patrice? Well, I you know yeah, it was Keith and Patrice and me, and it was. Uh, they put us. They tried to put us in this, you know, boutique hotel right in the led, red light district, but it was really just like, you know, a, a flop house <laughs> to save money. And you know, Patrice and Keith flipped out, and I was just wanted to be a people pleaser, so they had me back to Amsterdam, and I'm like, it's not so bad. And uh, yeah, it had like it had it was a square room, four metal bunk beds, <laughs> and it had a, a a five by five window. It's a hostel. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they complained, and I didn't. I told the guy, I'm fine. This is great. I'm, I'm cool here. And they, the guy was lying to him, like, yeah, it's 30 minutes away, and blah, 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 trying to get him not to go. They were like, fuck you. Pick us up. We're out of here. They left. It wound up only being 10 minutes away. It was the nicest hotel ever that they put Patrice and Keith on. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to spend the night by myself in this fucking hostel. I was fucking shitting my pants. And then the next day I come out to get in the van as they're picking me up to go to the show. I had bought a black shirt and black polyester pants, but I didn't know that I bought bell bottoms. <laughs> oh, no. So I came out. I came out of the hostel, and it looked like I had a fucking black evening gown on. <laughs> the, pounding, the pounding that went on in that van, I'm not even kidding you. It was so brutal and so rapid fire between Keith, and you know Keith's laugh, and Patrice's laugh. Not only did Patrice hit you with a fucking crazy fucked up, just right on the money slam, his laugh... Just mushed it into your face. Oh, and, and drowned out anything you had coming back with. There's nothing you could. His laugh was like the extra, just foot on the face in the <laughs> mud. And I remember the guy Franz, who didn't laugh at us all week, thought we were assholes, had to pull the fucking van over. He was laughing so hard. <laughs> this is a French guy too. I don't even think he understood English that well. Then. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I had a, a tear in my eye. Like, I welled up. <laughs> honestly, honest to God, sometimes I got pounded by these guys. Because it's hard to fucking take somebody because they're being so honest with you. I look like I got raped and I was somebody's bitch in prison. I mean, and I fucked up and I was so scared to walk out of that hotel with my fucking 
bell bottoms on. Your evening gown. <laughs> and then the fact that they didn't even give me a second. You know, there's some comics would be like, hey, what's up, man? Nice pants. And they just talk about you behind your back. None of our crew would do that. It, it was sometimes that hurt so bad that you, I mean, dude, I, I literally had tears in my eyes. And it, they, they, they told me, Bob, they told me that they actually invited you over to their great hotel that they stayed at. And then you came walking in and acted like you were going to stay there, and they didn't let you. They made you go back to your <laughs> flop house. He said, after the thing, Patrice looked back and saw me. My feelings were hurt. He saw that I was legitimately, my feelings were hurt. And he goes, Bobby, you can come with us tonight. And I go, I go, can I? He goes, absolutely not, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was listening before with the, uh, the weight stuff, and I, I really, it just, it really bugs me to no end that Joe DeRosa is fucking saying that I need more help than him. <laughs> the fact that he looks like his body's any character out of a Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> Joe really I, is the wild card. Like, Bobby's the obvious choice. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, when you gamble, you always gotta bet, you always gotta pick a couple of upsets if you wanna go undefeated on the card. Bobby's the pass line. Yeah. <laughs> of the point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're still on the board, dude. I'm telling you. And, and don't forget about that fucking lunatic sitting next to you with the megaphone in front of him. Who, Anthony? Anthony? We're going to save you, too, you fucking Howard Hughes. He's not uh, going to come out of his house one day. Yeah. Well, I like my house. Jesus <laughs> Christ. How are they going to find like My house, my beers, and my guns. How How and where are they going to find you in that house when it all goes down? I, I say in the... Uh, <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> That's it. That was a logical question. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I, gonna who's going to be brave enough tub. to go wait, into wait, the wait, house? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. What do you got, Bob? I, I, it's going to be. It's going to be in the hot tub. There's going to be two young girls dead with him. Exactly. <laughs> and there's going to be. He's going to have his fifty cal. Going out like uh, a legend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Anthony's going to be the first person where it's literally from my cold, dead hand. He's going to be dead with the <laughs> fucking gotta gun. Take, oh, gonna, it's going to involve some, 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 uh, some, some sort of barricade. When you barricade it into your own house, the word estranged is going to be used. <laughs> Former. A lot of kids, it's going yes, down like that. Yes, yes, yeah. Hist History of... History of, yeah, you're gonna yeah, find you in some room, some room behind a three foot iron door. Sometimes, with sometimes controversial. God damn it! Opie's gonna go in a park. I can see him feeding birds and just keening. He's gonna last a while. He's gonna last a while. Like, like, like uh, Michael Corleone yeah, he's at the go, end. He's gonna go like Michael Corleone. Hold the chest. <laughs> That's a good scenario. What the fuck? Obi's gonna Obi's gonna go learn Tai Chi in China. Oh, right then. Oh. Well, I guess we gotta yeah, go tai, home. Tai Chi. Why don't you try taping it? Right? Is something, Bob? Oh, fucking chip. When is he gonna go? Bobby, you missed the John Jones interview, and uh, and uh, Jimmy took a pretty good fucking hit today. Really? Why? Well, you know how Jimmy likes to try out some of this. Shit. John was great, and he gave me a uh, a shin a, kick, a to, shin the kick to my upper right thigh, and 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 uh, Jim Norton's color left <laughs> his body. Wait a minute, dude! I'm so sorry I didn't make it in. I, I had some problems. That's right. Late last night. Um, he fucking know. dude. It was so bad. Can I just tell you what a fucking moron I am, Jimmy? What? You said yesterday, Jim Jones is coming in. You got John Jones is coming yes. in. Yes. 
I, who's that fucking, I thought you met Tom Jones, the singer. <laughs> and I was terrible. like, you kept saying, yeah, you got to come in tomorrow, you got to come in. I'm like, all right, all right. And I was like, I don't give a fuck about Tom Jones. Yeah, it was Johnny Bones. <laughs> Johnny Bones. No, it was John Jones. I'm a fucking moron. He, dude, he gave me a fucking, that was fucking bonkers. goes, why, like, why would Tom Jones kick you? <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> why would Tom Jones kick you? <laughs> It's like a David Lee Roth kind of showbiz kick. Dude, there's a... Yeah, yeah it was like a can-can fucking... That really is the difference between me and Bob, too, because when he said Tom Jones, I literally was like, ooh, well, that's been exciting. <laughs> we all, Opie Twittered it, and I retweeted it, dude. He kicked me, and there's a better video of it going up. Sam has a better video. Yeah. He gave me a shin kick to my upper right thigh. It was. It hurt so... I, I literally couldn't breathe, and then I had to leave the studio because I thought I was going to throw up. It was a shock to my system. I almost fainted from the kick. His color was fucked up. I almost fainted. I had why, to walk. Why? Why are you into this? Why? Uh, that why? one. That one I would never do again. Like it is a masochistic uh, thing. No, but it's not that. It's 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 just what yeah. what fan wouldn't want to? You get a chance. Well, come every on, other it's like taking a catch from Peyton Manning or fucking Staubach. <laughs> every time I sit here going, maybe I'll t nah, nah, fuck that. I want to see that make you kind of want to do it. For I know. A second, I, I, and then you realize, then, nah, nah, how, no way. How, how big is he, dude? How he's a, he's he? a fucking. Oh, yeah. He literally is sculpted. He's six, out of human tissue. He's got to be <laughs> six five, right? Right. He's deceptively massive because he's so tall. I don't know. Yeah, he's and he's he's uh he's uh, he's a really sweet guy too. Really nice guy. Real right? nice. He smiles a lot, which would really suck when he's beating the shit out of you. Oh, Jesus, he would, <laughs> he would probably keep smiling. But he doesn't smile when he fights, man. No, they, they were showing clips on TV before of his fucking uh, some of those spinning elbows, and I just I don't uh, understand how people get up to take that. I don't comprehend how a man can take crazy. that to his face. Yeah, that's the worst person is the the you know because he's a Christian too. He believe, really believes in God. And you know that other side of those people. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, that's why he brought up Tim Tebow, I guess. How's your leg, Jimmy? I'm trying to see. I've been icing it too, because as per Kenny's, uh, oh. no bruise yet. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a he's a monster. He's gonna be a fucking his fucking little midget Schwarzenegger legs are hilarious. Tim Norton really is in fucking shape. Those legs are ridiculous. From the from the waist down, he is the waist down from the waist up. I I I literally look like I was just pulled off a clay table. Why do you have legs that are sculpted? I don't know. You know how hard it is to put down in the meat district. It makes no sense. It doesn't make sense. You're right. You have your hair sculpted. You have calf muscles that like bodybuilders would kill for. No, I really felt it's too tight. All the fat can't sit. It's so bizarre. I really do. They fucking they rolling pin my feet up to my cock and balls and I belt it off. And then his thighs are sculpted too. Yeah, it's like a balloon animal that they squeeze the legs and everything just. I'm an unfinished sculpture. Exactly right. You don't walk. <laughs> you work out every once in a while. I lift three treat, times in a row. Then you treat yourself. Oh, yeah. No, that's very strange. No, that's genetics, dude. It, it is. is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I used to hate Gymnetics. those guys in the gym. They lift once <laughs> and they're ripped. It's like, what? Oh, why? Why what is that about? Come on. Uh, anyway. Why did you not get shit for that? Because he knew I meant it as a yeah. horrible thing. Uh, we, uh, <laughs> we got a really busy day. We got to wrap okay. up. I would never yeah. say that. Talk to you guys later, man. We'll see you later. I love you guys. Love you. Take care of yourself. Bye, everybody. Bill, what do you got? Anything? Bye, buddy. Podcast, anything you want to promote? I'm here for good? Yeah. That's it. No, I know that. That's it. You might as well at least get a plug in. What the fuck? Dude, you know what I wanted to tell you? Remember those tweets? Was I showing you those last night? The fucking tweets I got from some people? Like how showbiz never, never ends? Hey, Bill, sorry to hear about Patrice. I know he's a real good friend of you. Listen, I just opened this room in Reno. It's a 300-seater. Oh, I got a couple of those. Oh, yeah. Sorry about Patrice. 
Hey, can you do me a favor? Do you have Kevin Hart's number? Yeah, I would really yeah. like to. Yeah. Uh, Using fuck. your grief to segue into something. <laughs> yeah. Just, Some like, asshole fucking... Now, look, this is hearsay, so if it's not true, fine. But right. if it is true, you're a fucking cunt. But some comic, female comic from L.A., supposedly tweeted, like, when he died, like, oh, you know, rest in peace, Patrice, something along those lines. And then, like, but I'll be at the uh, such and such, and, yeah. like, and plugged Ooh. her fucking gig off of his... MTV.com uh, did fucking that. Fucking asshole, really. MTV.com did, uh, they said, uh, they said, and this isn't, I'm not making fun of any of these people, it's just who they chose to retweet. Uh -huh. They said, like, uh, Charlie Sheen, Aziz, Sarah Silverman, and Nick Cannon all grieve the loss of their good friend Patrice O'Neill. I'm just oh thinking, did God. we not have enough credits? And then, you at, didn't. The, and then at the bottom it said, uh, uh, Vinny from Jersey Shore. Uh, said it's going to be a huge loss to the comedy world. So they actually used Patrice's death as a way to cross promote cross promote Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore. Show. I can't believe it. <laughs> Come on, oh dude. The Patrice would have laughed his ass off. Of course. That. Yes. He would have blown, yes. blown off his real friends. Yeah. He, he would have actually enjoyed. Fuck? He actually would have enjoyed our subtle humiliation at that. Yes. <laughs> That's when you get stupid. You're not famous enough. Yeah. yeah. He would have really berated us. <laughs> what about Piers Morgan thinking uh, Patrice was a girl? That happened his whole fucking career. I remember yeah. I did but, but Piers is like selling it like, oh, this is a tragedy. She's going to be missed. She was so this. She was that. Yeah, but you knew that. You know, when the, the Jim yeah. Norton is the only guy I've ever seen actually reads the book before the author comes in right. and then apologize and says, I'm only up to page fucking 201. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. The other just go like, you know, I, I, this book is just, you know, the, 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 I, thought I, it, I the just back, thought the back cover. Yeah. yeah they I, don't. I thought Piers was just a little different than the rest of them. Like he, I don't know. Right, more thoughtful maybe. Yeah, yeah man. Nah. We had him in and in the end, he's just like the rest of these. He was fun. He's a fun guy he to hang with for He didn't an hour. fucking I mean, know him. And may believe he did. Joe, let's not promote Caroline's then. This is about Patrice. Sorry. We'll have to come back and promote um, that you can be at Caroline's the 14th, 15th, and 19th. Yeah, uh, we can't do, do it today. Joe, you get, you we too, can't do it today. Too much of a man, guys, please, please. Yeah, don't don't, don't mention the House of Comedy in Minneapolis. No, don't do it. Not no, today. No, no. <laughs> not today. But any other day, you're more than Out of respect for Patrice. Out of respect for Patrice, I will say this. I will be in Doylestown this Friday and Saturday. And not only should you come, you should buy my merchandise. Why? It's what he would have wanted. That's right. There you go. Hey, um, tomorrow we're finally going to breathe, and uh, Iraq has, like, bonus Patrice stuff. Okay, Another good. five hours of Patrice tomorrow that he couldn't fit in the weekend special, so that's going to be great. Uh, quickly, Christmas people, people want to know who Jonathan is. I thought they knew. It's um, Jim Norton's agent. Yeah. Manager, I should say, right? And he likes to travel when he gets his time off to really fucked up places. So there you go. Now you know. It is odd. Oh, where are you? Go ahead. Tom. I guess if you manage Norton and his career, going to <laughs> West <laughs> Africa, West Africa is pretty easy. Pretty mellow. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's like being in the Caribbean to him. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I don't know. Did he text a picture? I don't. I, he uh -oh. was sending it to Jimmy. All right. Hopefully he called back, but now he's gone again. So I don't know. But people think he's that's a, a lot of our listeners are like he's a god. This dude is living life to its its fullest. Jonathan oh, is awesome. They're so tired of people living their life to the fullest. I know. Just <laughs> live it to the mediocre middle. Yeah, just just middle mediocre. Relax a little. <laughs> yeah, I like you know just sitting on the couch sometimes and playing a little Xbox. Right. Exactly. Well, I'm looking at this picture. This is Anthony, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's yeah. Anthony with You're a rifle. Like, Almost Jonathan. You're it's crazy. Like See, but unlike yeah, him, but I would have to take that with me no matter where I went in order to feel safe and secure. We're going to have a picture Jonathan, of you Jonathan, with a gun. Yeah, he sent me the same picture that Norton has. Yeah. 
Isn't that crazy? It, that, the gun from the other guy is <laughs> as big as his whole body. Yeah, he's got like, they got AK-47s, they got little submachine guns, yeah. but they're cool. But they're does Jonathan cool. Lodge have a gun or cool. not? No. no. I don't think so. No, but know. Anthony's they, shot is next to his pool. Yeah, <laughs> if you yeah look that here, shot is In Nassau County, it's a little, a little different. <laughs> little lantern. I don't see any rebels in Anthony's picture. <laughs> that's a range finder. It's not a, a lamp that's lighting up the sidewalk to my jacuzzi. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> yeah, if the neighbor would have That's saw me take that shot. It yeah. would have uh, <laughs> shaken things up a little bit. Oh, what does he do? Let's Jonathan introduce... also managed Patrice. Yeah. And yeah, he right. would send Patrice these postcards like every couple of weeks. And he's like, <laughs> where the fuck? Where is he now? Yeah. He was always really, really worried about Jonathan. Yeah. And I, I, now I inherited that. I'm like, <laughs> I'm looking at this picture like, what the fuck? I know. What's he doing? It's not even where is he. He's like It's like, why white. is he? Yeah. <laughs> why? Yeah, he is uber He's too white. too white to be where he is. Right. Especially we were, around them. We were I saying my that. mother was white. He is white. They think he's an angel. Yeah. They don't yeah. think he's <laughs> <laughs> saying those black guys magical. from, like, the movies that are so black, and when they sweat, it looks like a Hershey bar left out in the sun. <laughs> they just are, like, dark black. Yeah, and real he's just, black. Hi. And that's usually my thing, but I was like, yeah. Oh, God, uh, they're scary guys. Of course, this is Vaughn. Yes, Patrice's girl. Vaughn. We didn't officially, you know, introduce you to oh, you guys out there. No, so. I just started talking. I'm sorry. Bum, bum, bum. No, that's good, man. Yeah, last time I saw Vaughn was at Caroline's. We were. Uh, uh, that was fun. There was, there was some drinking going on. I gotta say, it was. I, you know, Patrice and I are always the sober ones at the party. Yep. We don't drink. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and Norton, I know he doesn't drink and. Yeah, it was some it was some action going on there. You can't say that about me. You've never been the sober I, one I at have the party. Like no filter sometimes being around Patrice for so many years, but yeah. I don't have his humor or his charm. And I, I just say the most the dumbest shit to people. And when I was with Anthony, he was talking about a beer that Patrice had once yeah, at yeah. his house, and I go, "You killed him." It wasn't just the one beer. I swear. <laughs> Damn it. So see, he doesn't yeah. do that when I'm around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Andrew. No, that was, it was actually funny. Yeah, yeah. that is Patrice yeah, we, funny. Yeah, yeah, we need funny. some funny, trust me. And believe me, you do have Patrice's charm. Yeah. Some of it rubbed off, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Some of those rebels in <laughs> where Jonathan is. Yeah. <laughs> what was really cool, though, was seeing uh, your daughter, who unbelievably influenced by Patrice. She got up on stage yeah. at Caroline's and just started, like, ranting into the microphone. At it was, Caroline's? It was yeah. hilarious. Yeah. I kept telling her no. I don't know if you guys know Gino Tomac, but he worked with um, me and Patrice uh, through Big Mama Productions for years and years and years. And he kept going, let her get up there. I'm like, no. She already spoke. She spoke at the funeral. She did it really <laughs> well. She got up. And she's making faces and mugging Wait, and body language really? and smart-ass yeah. remarks to the people. After we left, obviously. Yeah, it was, it was after you left. It was, oh. it was fucking uh, Should we mention that she's 12? She's 12. <laughs> and With his personality on her? she's 12. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's 12. Like, she was mugging, making <laughs> faces. She's making those disgusted faces. Like... <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Yeah, she got yeah. into her zone, and that was it. And with encouragement oh, from yeah, we you were guys. Oh, yeah, we were all laughing our asses off. It was I'm great. Like, uh, <laughs> it was, it was uh, funny. I went into this mode, like, oh, yeah. God, oh, please stop. Yeah, please she stop. went off, man. That was funny. <laughs> I hope she doesn't become a comic. It would be awful if she became a comic but was really hacky. And, then, <laughs> oh, and no. Patrice was just like, no, don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk about the McDonald's drive-thru. It's funny, but don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't 
don't know if you guys remember when we did the Patrice O'Neill show coming soon, the web series. Yeah. She yeah. was on that. She was a few years ago, so she was probably like eight or nine at the time. She was in an episode called Child Labor, and Patrice directed all of us. And she was the only one, myself included, who never needed a take two. Like, we all sucked. And she was like, (laughs) she would get into this zone with Patrice and they would go off to the side and it would the show was mostly improv. So we wouldn't know what they were, what he was directing her to do. And they would come back and just annihilate all of us. It was, within, it was the saddest Within experience. minutes of, of meeting her, you could just see the influence there. It's like, and, and with someone like Patrice, there's no way you could be around him, especially during those impressionable years, and not oh, yeah. be so yeah. influenced. And it's funny because to hear Patrice talk about her over the years is one thing. And then to meet her, it's like, oh, yeah, okay, now I see what happened. Yeah. <laughs> right. That was actually, she... Um, a couple of days or the night before the funeral service, she came to me and she goes, Mommy, I want to speak. And I'm like, wow. wow. Really? What? Why? No. What? I'm terrified, you know, and, and at the height of every emotion you can possibly think of going through all of this, you're, you don't know. Yeah. And she goes, no, I think it's important. You know, I don't think a lot of people know how he was with kids. Mm-hmm, and I yeah. want to speak. He hid that Jeez. shit pretty good. Well, I said, you know, what do you want to say? Yeah. You know, it's going to be a lot of people there. You're not afraid. She's like, nah. <laughs> yeah. I said, okay, write down what you want to say. And then um, my friend Autumn and I were at the house with my mom. And she goes, okay. Came back in five minutes wow. later. What you heard is what she wrote. In like wow. five minutes? In like five minutes. That's crazy. It was so, okay. it was like <laughs> so heartfelt and uh, Damn. Yeah, She's touching, be, if I may say. She touching. almost, she, she had a moment and then yeah, she. Yeah. No, she fucking wow. pulled it back and, Reined it back in. But when she, she got to back to her seat, it was. What, yeah. What do you yeah, think she's, yeah, What do you think she's going to do in entertainment? Because she's heading that way, obviously. Well, she's been a dancer since she was four. She goes to an arts integrated school now yeah. for performing arts, and she's she's like, I'm an actress. She's I'm a dancer. She's got something, man. Yeah. She, Patrice actually would always try to encourage me to get her more into stuff now. But my take on that was, you know, she. she I don't want to turn her off from the business. She has her whole life to really decide if she wants to do it. And, <laughs> her whole life you know, to realize how much it sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. want her to get to 21 and she's done everything and then she's like, okay, what now? Drugs? You know, there's yeah, nothing yeah. else to do. So little by little, and Patrice was always looking out for her. Like, he was trying to, you know, we would write stuff and he would always put parts in for her myself he he wanted to be the boss as he would say he was very inspired to you know he would always say i'm sick of comedy i'm sick of acting i just want to be the boss and i want to (laughs) you know put people on that would wouldn't otherwise have the opportunity Mm. and you know it's you guys all know how he was oh yeah he had all these different experiences to get to the place where he is now where he's like I need to work on my own projects. Mm-hmm. The whole Chris Rock thing with the um, uh, everybody hates Chris. Everybody hates oh Chris. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had a revelation when we were doing the Comedy Central pilot, uh, Whitey 101, and then it was called something else. Uh, Patrice's Guide to White People. We were doing that. It didn't get picked up. But... <laughs> How do you not pick that up? <laughs> How do you not pick that up? I know. That's so insane. Through, uh, through it was my probably too edgy. Him, it, why? It, it, 
it started I'm sure it was out a great perfect. project. It, it's it's weird when you go, you, you really learn a lot where it starts yeah. and there, then where it ends up. That's a completely mm-hmm. different thing by the end. It, exactly. And I think that through his experience, he, he learned, you know, how he was on other people's sets. And he was like, you know what, I'm, I see how I was because there, there was this one actor that was like the young him. Like, Mr. No. Not Happy to Be There. <laughs> and Patrice was looking at him like, he's good, but fuck him. I'm like, shut the fuck up with your opinion like, on my shit. You know, so he... He talked he, about that, actually, and how, he, how he's like, I'm an asshole. He said, he said that he was, I'm an asshole. Like, I'm sorry, I'll never do that again. Oh, and you know what? I talked to um, Michael Clark, the producer of the untitled um, Todd Rohal film that's coming out, is premiering next year, and Patrice is starring in it with um, Rob Riggle, Johnny Knoxville, Pat Oswalt. Um, I talked to the producer, Michael Clark, and he, he had a, he was telling me how Patrice was on the set and it was light years away from what you've heard before. Wow. Damn. I'm like, he was, he said Patrice was very quiet. He was very, you know, he was asking a lot of questions. He was observing a lot, but he was very cool and very pleasant to be around. And I'm like, (laughs) oh, wow. (laughs) Who's, who's um, the stand-in? Yeah. He really liked your set. <laughs> <laughs> you were doing something right. This speaks, and you know what? He Fuck. he would always come home like it, when he was doing something, if he really didn't want to do it. He, and he said, you know, I'm not doing anything else I don't want to do anymore because I'm going to burn bridges. That was part of the revelation. Yeah. He's only going to do what he wants to do. And the untitled uh, Todd Rohal film was the first thing I think he did that wasn't his, that he was like, okay, I'll do this. I'm going to do it. Other yeah. than yeah. The, the, the roast. Yeah, yeah. Which we all know that story and why he did that for his, you know, respect for Charlie Sheen and everything for the anti-business stuff, anti-Hollywood. <laughs> but he wouldn't come home and complain. I would go, how was how was set today? How was it? He was like, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It was good. And usually... Yeah. That yeah, conversation yeah. lasts for about three hours. <laughs> just him going off on assholes and shitheads and people that don't know shit, don't deserve shit. Don't yes, exactly. Oh my god! He, he, Jonathan it's... said the only thing that bothered him about it was the parking situation. That was the only thing that right, annoyed right. him was the parking. It wasn't anything to do even the set. Yeah, which is like that is a miracle. And he didn't even really complain about that at home. Yeah, so just it, it really didn't bother him much, I guess. But yeah. it's so great that he would actually go off about it though. Like when he was unhappy, like for three hours with you to just do it, really, because. If you have a very shitty day, you just kind of get quiet and don't say anything. You just kind of suck it up. Yeah, but for him to actually, vent. like, really well, vent. He never, have you met Patrice? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he doesn't really hold yeah. anything in. Yeah. I mean, many, many years people will ask, what's the difference between Patrice on stage and Patrice at home? And it's like, absolutely nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not one thing. And yeah. you guys know that because oh, you know yeah. him so personally. Okay. But there's absolutely no difference between... Yeah. Him on stage and him in our living room with yeah. two people or ten people or a thousand people. He's exactly <laughs> the same. He's going to say the same thing. He's going to have the same mannerisms. I've never seen him, like, write anything down. Yeah. it's He he has his points that he wants to make, and he fucking makes them. Mm-hmm. Annoyingly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you want him to be wrong at some point, and he's never. Uh, well, I can say one thing he was wrong about. Out of the 100%, I take 1% away to say, he would always say to me, nobody cares, nobody cares, nobody cares. And I just, I, I wish he was here to know yeah. what's yeah. going on and how much 
everybody cares, like for real. Like nobody has disappeared. I, I, there's not enough words for Opie and Anthony and Jim. Oh, there's people uh, have thought of plenty. Yes. Douchebags. I am forever, you know, mispositive words for you guys because it, I mean I've been hu so humble through this whole experience, and it's. Yeah. I, wow. I feel like now I have about 10 to 15 husbands with Patrice Vaughn. <laughs> I, I have you guys. I have you, Jonathan Branstein, Matt Frost. It's like, I, I can't even name everybody. Yeah, we all, all just the hope guys. we have a shot with you now. Yeah. <laughs> you really so couldn't have picked the him. worst crop of husbands. A bunch of despicable <laughs> yeah. husbands. A drunk, a tranny lover, and a guy in West Africa. <laughs> and, and all the guys, Boss, Bobby, Keith, uh, Kevin uh, Hart, Russell Peters. I mean, it's so many people. I can't even. Yeah, I'm not everyone doing was, any justice. I got it really cold. Man. I do want to